get started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Very cool. Join the conversation. Crash. Remember when uh, someone brought their dog in and it uh, had explosive diarrhea in yeah, the boss's office oh, 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 years ago? Mars. When I worked at Tim Martin's, you could get your regular donut or for a dollar more, you could bump it up to one of the fancy specials. Dollar more. I can't believe they charged a buck more in the 60s. Also, it wasn't the 60s. <laughs> it's like the 90s. Gin, oh guess how much this costs? Like, I don't know, $800? Yeah. Producer Haley. And so Crash brought in his, uh, uh, look at that little thing right there. Air monitor. There yeah. it is. If you fart near it, will it turn green? I will, will try turn yellow? Don't worry, I will try that, Haley. Oh, I was going to say. Mars didn't want me to fart in the one at home. After well, we're no, done you... testing the studio, I'm going to blast one out. Yeah, you got to put our butts up against it. Let's <laughs> tag team it, Haley. Yeah. You, the now family. My mom came back and apparently there was two wasps in the outhouse with her, so she swatted them down and they stung her where the sun don't shine. Oh, and, no! On her tush? Not on the front, right? On the no, tush? Uh, no, 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 on the front part. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Guys, we got the best news ever for you. Remember yesterday? I was uh, telling you we're waking up. It's going to be atrocious. It's going to be like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, thankfully, that crazy smoke hasn't moved in overnight. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed we don't get it this morning either. It's actually really nice out this morning. I even looked at the uh, air quality. Low risk. Oh, nice. yeah, oh there right. you go. Well, take a big old deep breath Take a breath big old of deep air. breath. Yeah. <sighs> it's nice. It's good. Still smells a faint uh, hint of smoke, but yeah. how are our uh, proga- proga- procrastin- procrastinators? What? Pro- procrastinators? Not procrast. You, like, you, are you procrastinating? Forecasters? Pro- Maybe. Yeah, that's a There's forecast. There's a pro one, isn't there? Procrastinators? Pro- protagonist? No. <laughs> Let's go forecasters. <laughs> I think it'd be forecast. Yeah, you're um, going to forecast something. Are procast? Crap. <laughs> what is happening? I don't even know what word you're trying to say. Are you saying forecasters? No, I swear there's a P one. No, there's there's procrastinators, no. which is what we're famously good at doing. <laughs> Let's just go forecast. It's a forecast. They're good at temperatures. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are they not so great at wind? Uh, well, if you watch the firesmoke.ca all day oh, yesterday, yeah. like oh, we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. it changed. That's what I mean. Like, As the they... day went on. Well, and same, I was comparing it with windy.com. Yeah. Oh, and oh. Uh, yeah, it was it was all shifting. Oh. Which wasn't bad. Yeah, I was outside yesterday. It was colder and windy, but uh, yeah, not bad at all. So, I mean, we were only 24 hours out, though, when they blew it. Yeah. yeah. They blew yeah. it. Well, it could still come in today. Yeah, the procrasters. <laughs> People are dying laughing. They're like, what the hell's a procrastinated? T-? I swear there's a pro one, no? Someone's like, the predictors? Is that- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say there. I don't there. know what word either. either. But you came in uh, hot with it, and the like, confidence started high, and it ended very <laughs> and then, low. Yeah. It's okay. It's almost Friday. Atno's got it. What is it? Prognosticators. Oh, prog, prog, prog. Oh, you prognosticate. Right. What's a prognosticator? Uh, someone who like 
predicts things. Yeah, you, like forecasters. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't gonna get there, buddy. <laughs> Man, you were yeah, going yeah, you, yeah, you're not. I went two on the pro. <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah you did. You were really aiming high for vocabulary for yeah. six oh seven in the morning. That was a mistake. <laughs> Save that for eight <laughs> yeah, forecasters. A, it is just an eighteen point word there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah people want to know if you were having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just people want to know if you were trying to say prolapse. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, he tried. Oh, Listen. Oh yeah. Six in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, expect. they're not great with wind. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be terrible. It was. Yeah. yeah. Like we were the eye of the storm, we right? We were. Yeah, we were looking at the maps yesterday, and it was like the darkest brown on the map well, that you can see. And it, yeah, nothing rolled in overnight. It was supposed to be here already, but now it's like showing around nine. Now it's showing around nine o'clock. Uh, so just enjoy the morning. Yeah. It could change again. Who mm. knows? I'm just thankful it's not orange right? skies. Yeah, this yeah. is great news. This yeah, is right really now great. Looks, looks great. It yeah. does. Uh, oh, Ginge, uh, I wanted to mention this. Yep. Uh, yesterday when I was uh, out and about doing a bunch of projects in the yard, uh, you would love this. I uh, grabbed onto the bottom of a, a big hunk of metal, and I'm like, what is that? I just, I, you know when you feel something? Sure. And you're like, ugh. And I pulled my hand out, uh, and uh, a giant spider web yeah. stuck to my hand, and I pulled it away. And I think I put my hand in a spider nest. No. What? Because there, you could see little babies, <laughs> little tiny spiders, and just like mulch. And I'm oh. like, Ugh! and I moved my fingers, and the web spread. No. <laughs> was there was there spiders on your hand? You could see like little tiny, little tiny ones, little tiny spiders. What did you do with it? I just wiped it on my pants. Uh, your pants? <laughs> yeah. You know, your I it's on there, buddy. <laughs> I was thinking about you yesterday too, Jin. Do you know what happened to me? I didn't tell Crash this. I was standing outside minding my own business yeah literally doing this mm-hmm. just standing outside procrastinating Pro- i was probably procrastinating <laughs> yeah that's right and uh, as i was standing there all of a sudden i was like oh i got hit in the face with a full spider web in the wind oh, oh it was like, just loose it came out of the sky and it went Pff. oh those random floating uh, yeah ones. and yeah. it hit me right in the face and then i had like webbing all over my face and it was all through my hair uh, uh, i had to go uh. inside and pick it out and i was like oh Oh, and I swear I thought I I took a shower because I thought I had a spider living in my hair. Of course. Because yeah. anytime you get a web on you, you immediately yeah. think, well, is there a, uh, a spider attached, right? Yeah. Even these flying yeah. random webs through the sky. This was like, a, what is that? This was a web in the wind. Yeah. And it hit me in the face like a pie. They're too um, <laughs> durable. Yeah. yeah some of them have some too... intense, like... Like they're Strength. catching flies. I yeah. know. Like, take it easy. Yeah. Like in the woods, you can walk into one and it'll like... Catch you in your tracks a bit. Oh, yeah. Bounce you back. Yeah, there's too much. I've uh, out at the cabin. I've seen a web catch a grasshopper. Yeah, because they're sticky. Yeah, because the web is so intense and yeah. sticky. And then the yeah. grasshopper's in there, and I just turn a blind eye to it. I'm like, let nature run its course. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Because I and on the other hand, I don't only see what kind of spider, like the size of spider, no. that comes out to eat a grasshopper. Yeah. Yo, they don't need to have that much going on. Like they're eating mosquitoes. I know. Uh, Aphids. Yeah. Like, the, you don't need this much web. And my this face. Sticky, this strong. They do make a pretty good looking web, though. Mm-hmm. There's one on our uh, fire table that we haven't touched. And it's the size of a stop sign, but it's done perfectly. It looks like Charlotte's web. Yeah. Oh. It's beautiful. One of those big jewel boys. Yeah. yeah. They do nice ones. They, yeah, yeah, it's a nice really web. They really do nice work. <laughs> yeah. I also saw a real stupid thing in nature yesterday. Oh. I was out, I don't know. I was spending a lot of time just standing around outside. <laughs> Enjoying I, the fresh air. I, I guess so. <laughs> Enjoying that wind, all that wind. Yeah. I was looking out my window, and there were some birds on my front lawn. Yeah. And I was like, look at these idiots. Oh, and they were... <laughs> these, these are great birds. There was a female bird, and um, 
it crashed was like, oh, I, I need to cut the grass. And the birds were like, please don't, because the females are hiding in it. This male bird was walking around all these females, and every now and again he'd go, oh yeah, and he'd throw all of his feathers up, and then he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, like peacocking. Oh yeah, he's just he cocking so a walk stupid. through the front yard. He's like, <laughs> and then the, the the female birds turn their back to him and walk away, and he's like, <laughs> and then he flies up and then lands in front of them. He's like, no, look at this. Ah. Yeah, and he puffs, he puffs up. He's got all the feathers around like the back of his neck, and he's just a little bird, mm. and he's got all the feathers around the back of his neck and his whole back and they puff right up and they're like poof 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 and he's prancing away and this one female bird turns around and just flies straight at him and just pecks him with her beak oh. like get out of here I wasn't sure what get is it. happening I'm like is this good or bad is yeah. that a bird kiss I don't, <laughs> I don't know because so. then he would fly up and then he'd watch all the ladies in the lawn that were eating mm. and then he'd fly back down in front of them and he'd flip up his feathers again then poof 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 oh it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen yeah, our, our front yard was like a like a an F palace. Yeah, it was. That's <laughs> a lot crash, was going on there. That's what that's, Crash called it. Like yeah. an episode of Planet Earth. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. There's nothing more confident than a uh, male bird trying to impress the ladies. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> the yeah. show they put on. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. We watched it for like half an hour. Right? We were dying laughing. You got to watch it right to completion. If it <laughs> worked, would you have seen like to leave together? I kind of How wa- do you know the job was done? I don't know. Uh, that's why I think we continued watching. We didn't really talk about that process. Well, they didn't get to it. Yeah, they didn't get to they it. But silently, it. I think we were both hoping. I, that female, <laughs> she did not want him around. Well, I don't think any she, animals really want it to happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was not having it. Like, she kept trying to get rid of him. She was running away from him. At one point, she was hiding in the grass. Like, Maybe she got as her. low as possible. Maybe that's how she plays. You know, she's a little coy. Maybe. I don't think so. That's what I thought. Because periodically she would like go at him. Yeah, I wonder like, would we know it worked right then? Like, or does this is this like a a day later? This will the effects will set in of this bird's entrancing dance. And dumb question: How does it work with birds? Do they do it like fish? Oh, I have to like Google this in the morning. How When we were looking in the front yard, and like we didn't talk about this at home, but I'm looking and I'm like, are we going to watch birds get their freak on? And then yeah. I'm like, how do birds get their freak on? Oh. It's, oh. I'm pretty sure it's like. Like the bird gets pinned on the ground and I then think, the other I think one. So. Oh. I think that's how it happens. <laughs> Let me see. I don't want to read this. It's six it. We need to know. Because I'm fairly certain that it's not like fish eggs where they lay the eggs and then they just like spray stuff all over them. Yeah. Because they sure that hard coating. And that's why fish it do gets it. in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like fish. Um, according to the New York Times, yeah. the male twists his tail under that of the female. Uh. So the opening of the male's male bird's uh, cloaca or waste storage chamber ugh, oh. is close to that of the female's. Sperm transfer takes place when both the cloaca open outward. Oh, they oh. like, like they both like it's like, like space this? stalking. They go, yeah, it is like space stalking. <laughs> they go butt to butt. <laughs> Do they the butt to butt? Like, cloacas are butts, aren't they? Yeah, I thought so too. It's butt to butt. I don't necessarily. That's think a cloaca. Wow. <laughs> 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 It's like near the it is the it is the waste storage chamber, but I don't know if it's I guess that's butt. Is it cloaca? No, it's cloaca. It's cloaca. Trying to fancy it up here. <laughs> All right. Tiny well. projections called papillae protrude from the back walls of the male's sperm sacks into his cloaca. <laughs> so they have like 
two parts? They just have the one? I guess they just had the one, and like you said, and it's it like a space dock. Both jobs? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Here, I'll, well, put a, I'll put an image up in case you're wondering what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we you. didn't see any of that, <laughs> which was good. Yeah, I didn't see any cloaca. Yeah, and they, they both have one. <laughs> <laughs> Does that say bird sex? It, it okay, there, that's how it's done. <laughs> that is how it's done. We did not witness that in the front yard. Oh, so that's what you think it would look like. That yeah. seems right, but uh, what's going on underneath those feathers is very surprising. Yeah, it's, it's very surprising. Yeah, 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 I don't know what's going on. This just looks like what you would expect. But yeah, the, the Ginger's more detailed description is wild. It, Ginger was very scientific. Yeah. Don't some um, uh, mate in the air? Isn't that a thing with birds? I don't know. Like possibly, because sometimes you see them on top of yeah, one I another. Felt like, I felt like eagles got yeah. entangled in like a death spiral. Yeah, I'm not sure. And they'll give up flying. They'll give up flapping to finish the deed as they plummet towards the earth. Mm-hmm. And then they have to both uh, literally finish in time yeah. so they can get back to flapping. That's true. What's this picture that you posted up in the app there, Crash? Is that pigeons? Those are pigeons. Oh. Yeah. And one, pige- one pigeon is pinned face down. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I used to live down down in the by the university. That's how they do it. <laughs> There's pigeons everywhere. I saw a lot of that, huh? Yeah. You're like, oh, they're hugging. <laughs> oh, my God. Look where his feet are. I know, they're on, like, her neck. This would be like if uh, the fella put his legs up on the gal's shoulders. Yeah. 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 Wow, I know. That's something else. Impressive. This text here at 56789 says, Sounds like a wild evening for Missionary Mars. (laughs) Oh, it was. It was. I was shocked. Mars is like, can you believe in my front yard? (laughs) Yeah. Crash is like, looks like an F palace out there. I'm like, okay. (sighs) Birds. Mars is like, scram. Get out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) Take your sex elsewhere. Go to the park. Uh, oh, it was pretty funny though. But yeah. watching that male strut around in front of oh god, it was so funny. Impressive he was try- bird. He, he was trying so hard. That bird impressed me. I don't think he got anywhere. Mm. Shouldn't they already have their uh, eggs been a laying? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are Maybe birds this bird's just a What kind of bird was it? Uh, just a little a little black bird. It was like a black and brown bird. Yeah, it wasn't a robin, but no, uh, it was just yeah, a little there tiny. Were, there were robins there doing yeah. it though too. Yeah, robins were doing the dirty on the fence. Yeah, I love how um, <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> I thought you guys were bird folk. I love how it's either Robin or not Robin. I know. Well, it wasn't a Robin. Uh, well, okay. Wasn't Asked a Robin. Answered. I should have used my bird app. Yeah. But I was too shocked with the bird puffing up. Because we've got Robins. We've got those blackbirds. When they spread their wings, they have the red feathers on the inside. Oh, they're mm-hmm. red winged oh, blackbirds. Yeah. A red winged blackbird. Okay, we got those guys. Yeah. yeah. And then these ones were like, like the males were like brown and black with some An green. Oreo? It could have been an Oriole. Could have been. We have and we Orioles? had chickadees. Yeah, we got Orioles. Oh, yeah, we got chickadees. We Orioles. Yeah. But it chickadees. wasn't a chickadee. Yeah. We get a lot of woodpeckers at our house. Yeah, oh. we got woodpeckers. I know. We got a redheaded uh, sap sucker. Yeah, Crash is in a competition, or he's in a battle right now well, with this bird. We have a beautiful <laughs> pine tree in the backyard, and the thing's having its way with it. Are you nest busting again? He's not no. nest busting. He's burlapping now. No, look what the woodpecker's doing to our pine tree. Mm. Oh, my God. That's what he's doing what birds do. (laughs) What a monster. I don't like it. (laughs) It could kill the tree. It could Mm -hmm. kill the tree. Watch those woodpeckers. They'll take out siding on your house. I know. It's been done. We had the woodpecker take a big chunk of stucco out of our house. Yeah, yeah. Hayden had to go up and patch it. I have some faux rock on the side of the house, and a woodpecker blew through that. (laughs) What are you doing? He's like sharpening your beak? (laughs) Calling the ladies. I Googled it. Because it is so loud. If there isn't bugs in there, the louder the knock, 
Yeah. Oh. The more impressive he is being to the ladies. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty funny. The harder, heavier the knock. Uh, Dawn at 56789. She posted a, a picture up in the app. By the way, if you don't have the app to this radio station, please download it. It's hilarious. You can see the text messages and you can yes. see everybody's photos. Yes. Um, she put, saw this guy in BC puffing up and dancing. Look at this idiot. <laughs> I guess like oh yeah this is all birds got right so they're using it yeah oh it's funny puffing up dancing yeah yeah I love that I love that male birds dance yeah and they got like one foot two foot yeah one foot two yeah, yeah. foot one foot, dance two foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're not so different birds no we're us. not mm-hmm. cause you guys when you were younger you got all axed up with your axe body spray puffed up and went to the bar mm-hmm. you danced yeah. cut Hit a rug floor. we did it cut a rug. collar that's right cut a rug on the on the dance floor did a little shuffle oh it was great Oh, boy. Oh, good times. Well, yeah, maybe next time I'll record it happening. God, it was And funny. then we can get a nice visual for you guys. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do oh some news here. It gotcha. is uh, 620 uh, this morning when we got up. It was minus one where we were. Yeah. So cold. It was cold. Uh, right now, it's six, warming up 21 this afternoon. Lots of sunshine. Uh, you could see that smoke rolling in. Fingers crossed we don't get that. 27 tomorrow, kicking off your long weekend. 29 Saturday, 27 Sunday. And still, that rain... Rolling for uh, Monday and Tuesday. Hopefully. So Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Traffic looks good this morning, guys. Not much to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's get to some news here for you guys on this Thursday, May the 18th. So uh, yesterday there was a lot of Oilers interviews that went down and a day after his players were forced to do the same, Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland met with reporters to try to explain what went wrong in a season that seemed to have so much promise after concerns in past years of holes in their roster and inconsistent play it felt as if this year's Oilers was the one that was going to go the distance but we all know that that failed to happen so Holland sat down in front of the media yesterday and um Here's what basically what he had to say. First of all, on whether or not is he leaving, he said, no, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the problem. (laughs) He said, quote, I feel we have unfinished business. Um, And he also said that he, even at 67 years old, is eager to take another stab at it, saying, quote, I will honor my contract. But at my age, I don't invest in green bananas because I don't know for sure if I will be around to see them ripen. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing he means young talent. Mm. Well, he does deal. He he he's so reluctant to trade draft picks. He's like he talks the game like that, but he's not like a he doesn't. He'll never to, do he's it. not a big swinger at trade deadlines. Mm-hmm. That's not Kenny Holland. Hmm. He also went on to say, "Quote: I'm trying." We're trying. Other teams are trying. That's why it's the Stanley Cup. It's hard. We're there. We're banging away. We're pushing. Our guys came out there. They're devastated. I'm devastated. The fan base is devastated. Why are we devastated? Because we went 14-0-1 headed into the playoffs. We had the second best record in the National Hockey League behind Boston since the 1st of January. Boston's devastated. Mm. End quote. Yeah, great point about Boston, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's wild that it's nice to know that the guy that's the highest paid GM in the league uh-huh. was gifted Connor McDavid uh-huh. is trying. He's trying. So that's good to know. Yeah. And he's not done yet. He'll he'll try again next year. There was rumors floating around right yeah, at the end of the were. season uh, that Bob Nicholson, mm. who's also like, what's he doing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, was going to step down <gasps> as uh, president of hockey operations yep. for the oh. Oilers. Kenny H was going to slide up to that uh, and then we'd get a new GM, possibly Steve Stales. Uh, but it looks that, like that's. No. Not happening. <laughs> no. 
Hmm. It's not happening. There's a lot of uh, great, talented 67-year-olds in the workforce mm-hmm. in lots of fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not, they're not always the most forward-thinking. Uh, no, no, no. They're not always no. full of fresh ideas. Very competent at the job. Yeah. Can tell you a lot about the history of that industry. Yeah. But not the most forward-thinking. There's nothing wrong with being a little younger. <laughs> yeah. The general manager who won four Stanley Cups in Detroit also pointed out that the Red Wings suffered some devastating playoff losses oh in the 15 years before, before and after between those championships. Holland is entering the final season of his five-year contract, and again, he said he's not going anywhere. He also said, quote, the key pieces are here when referring to the Oilers, but he, quote, plans to make tweaks to the roster. Now, most of Edmonton's top players are signed to contracts for the next year and beyond, with the exception of defenseman Evan Bouchard. After a slow start to this year, the restricted free agent blossomed late in the season and recorded 17 points in 12 playoff games. Now, Bouchard's base salary, $832,500. And here's what Holland had to say. He said, quote, he's getting a raise. There's no doubt he's getting a raise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying, quote, I don't know if it's a bridge contract or not. I've got to talk to his agent. We'll find a solution. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, the key pieces are there, Kenny. They were there when you got here. <laughs> what the hell? Does he only have one more year on his contract? Yeah, this yeah. is yeah, one more. Do you think Ginge they would re-sign him again? Oh, in a second. If, if Nicholson's still here and he wanted the job, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, good they signed him this time. It's not like he had had a great. He had had success in Detroit twenty three years ago. Uh-huh. Detroit was terrible. He'd been signing terrible contracts. And they're like, mm. oh, Kenny Holland's available. Damn. we got to make him the highest paid GM in the league. <laughs> what a get. We'd be fools not to. Damn this team. Speaking of changes, Holland has made to this team since taking over. One that, that people are saying, not sure if it worked out, was, of course, Jack Campbell. The 31-year-old signed a big deal last offseason and ended up being regulated to backup duty behind rookie Stuart Skinner. That being said, Holland still seems to have plenty of confidence in him moving forward. He said, quote, some players who sign long-term big deals often struggle the first year with their new team as they put a lot of pressure on themselves. I've seen many have a better second year and I expect that will be the case when speaking of Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, uh, Campbell by all accounts is an incredible guy. Mm-hmm. But man, did he have a rough year. Yeah. But that's what that's what happens when a GM signs a bad contract is they, mm-hmm. they stick with it because they don't want it to... They, they can't say, oh, I made a terrible mistake here. Yeah. I've handcuffed this franchise for years based on my... Uh, 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 bad decisions. <laughs> even like even Bouchard, who blossomed, is, is going to get a big raise. Like Kenny says, it wasn't it wasn't Holland's draft pick. That was still Shirelli's. Like he doesn't ah, <laughs> damn him. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, <laughs> mm, boy. Yeah. So that's uh, he had a lot to say yesterday. And by the way, forwards Derek Ryan, Matthias Janmark, Nick Bugstad, and Devin Shore are all unrestricted free agents. Ryan McLeod, Clem Costin are also both restricted free agents with arbitration rights. Now, head coach Jay Woodcroft also spoke to reporters. He said that although his team had a lead in every game, there were moments of the Vegas series where the team needed better results. He said his coaching staff will self-assess every aspect of the series against the Golden Knights to prepare for next year. But all in all, the team says that they're looking forward to the new season and they promise things. They were saying things like, Cup or bust, mm. and some other uh, yeah, some other choice things. Expectations are high. <laughs> Expectations are high. Now, speaking st- sticking with some hockey news, um, it looks like the Arizona Coyotes are gone. Tempe voters rejected a proposal. Uh, pardon me, Tempe voters rejected a proposal to build a new arena for the Arizona Coyotes on Tuesday, and now it seems inevitable. The team's out. So where are they going to end up? Hmm. They're leaving. And here's where people are saying, um, and I don't think it's going to be number one. Number one, Quebec City. No. 
Number two, Houston. Number three, Atlanta. Number four, Salt Lake City. Number five, Sacramento. Number six, San Francisco Bay Area. And number seven, San Diego. Number eight, Portland, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Austin, Texas are all on the list for places that the Arizona team could move to. Lots of options. Was that in uh, particular order or no particular order? No particular order, order, no. Mm. Houston would be high up there, though, Mm -hmm. just based on the size of the... The city. the city, yeah. yeah. They'd love to get into Houston. It's hmm. the fifth largest city in America by metro population. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's the largest city the NHL has never tried before. Hmm. Now, Dallas, obviously, they're a bit of an NHL success story, so they're thinking, well, why not Houston? Sure. An yeah. obvious rivalry right there with Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. So that's most likely where it's going to end up. All right, for you guys who like to play Legend of Zelda, how many hours have you already put into Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Is that the new one? That's yeah. the new one. Yeah. I've heard it's so good. Oh, yeah, you're like you're a Zelda player. You love Zelda, a hey? A little bit. I kind of got into it over Christmas when I got uh, Link's Awakening on my uh, Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Okay. I spent an entire week playing that game. Oh, are you going to uh, are you gonna try this one? I think so, yeah. We're well, getting into the summer, and I have a little bit more free time, so. Is it on the Switch? I yeah. think so, yeah. I yeah. believe so, yeah. It's on so the Switch. Switch. Ex- Zelda's a Switch exclusive, Nintendo exclusive. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Now, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has only been out for a few days, but apparently... It's already peaked Pornhub users. No. Yeah. In the days leading up to last Friday's release, the search term for Zelda spiked. And apparently just the other day, the word was 357% more popular compared to on any other day. Zelda had a whopping 1,477% increase in searches on Pornhub. Hmm. So I guess that's what you're... They're dressing up. Is that what I, is that I, where you're watching? I guess, or like animated? I guess, yeah. People are into the animated stuff, sure. Apparently the Zelda related searches included Legend of Zelda, Zelda Cosplay Cosplay oh, there you go. and Zelda Hentai. Oh. So they're looking. Oh. They Makes are sense. looking. Mm-hmm. Just like you'd see like porn parodies of like, you know, famous TV shows and movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And by the way, if you're wondering just how popular is Zelda, on the day that Zelda was released, Pornhub's traffic was down 2.3%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they're saying that that's in direct correlation um, with the new People Zelda watched game. watched it and then they went and played the game. And our, or oh, or the oh, no, yeah, yeah. for the day. They weren't on Pornhub yeah. for the day because yeah, yeah. they were they were playing Zelda. They were playing Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, this is also kind of interesting and also some really good news for humanity. Researchers at NASA and the University of Colorado say that all of the dangerous asteroids that we know of, none of them are going to be hitting the Earth for the next 1,000 years. Oh, that's, that's good news. I won't see it. So we don't have, no, nobody, no, nobody listening is going to see it. Mm-hmm. So that's really good news. Probably. They oh, say probably. Oh, oh. Although they always miss the big ones. They're like, whoa, that one came close to Earth. And they tell us after the fact. Yeah. Well, and I they're think, like, it was the size of a football field. And we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the planet killers, they can see. Because they're always like out there. It's those little guys that sneak by. Uh-huh. When they say uh, uh, that's good, does that mean that someone was hoping that we would be hit? Or that they just believe that 
they're not rock certain that this would be a thousand years. I think that they're I think they're pretty sure that we don't have anything in the trajectory mm-hmm. that will be catastrophic to the planet in the next thousand years. Mm-hmm. Surely in the next thousand too, they'll figure out a way to definitely destroy any potential. I would imagine so. You would think so, that you could blast it apart. So Earth's probably going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would only make sense. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a lot of important questions facing us today, and it's impossible to deal with them all at once. That's why a lot of us have anxiety. So first things first, where in the world are men most likely to sit down to pee? There's a comprehensive survey out on men's bathroom habits that spans 13 countries, and it found the one place where men are most likely to sit down on the toilet to go pee. And that one country is Germany. Oh, they like to sit down they and like pee. They like to sit. Anywhere. 40% of German men say that they sit down to pee every single time they go. Another 22% say they sit most times. And only 10% of German men said they never sit down to pee. They stand. It's actually so common there that they have a term for it. A man who sits down is a sits pinkler. A sits, a sits pinkler? pinkler? Sits pinkler. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sits pinkler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although it's, uh, it does not not have a negative connotation on it. Sits Pinkler is just something that you do if you're a dude. And 40% of German men say they sit every time. Is it because they're terrified of making the seat wet? Terrified of their spouses yelling at them? So they just sit down. No, apparently (laughs) it's required in some public restrooms. And over the last like 50 years, you'll see signs in Germany that are asking you to sit down on the toilet when in a men's bathroom. Huh. It is the uh, considerate choice. Oh, yeah. But these crowds, like they're doing this in public? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's wherever they like go. I, That's don't, the, no. I don't want to sit on a no. public toilet. But maybe, I guess if everyone was sitting, maybe they're cleaner. Well, oh. they, they would be because they were sitting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Huh. Yeah, right now, you if you're going into a stall with a toilet, like oh. good oh. luck. There's no. piss all over the toilet seat. The other day, I went into a grocery store bathroom, and there was one urinal and one stall, and the urinal was taken up. So I'm like, well, I'll go to the toilet, and I'm like, what happened in here? There, there were feces everywhere. Aww. I'm like, Aww. oh, God. I, that, on that day, I was waiting in the car, and Crash was like, I almost complained to the manager. And I was like, what? I went to customer service, because I'm like, this As is ridiculous. Do, yeah. And no one was there, so I'm like, well, whatever. The crash desk is the call. <laughs> the crash desk. <laughs> Good to see you again. <laughs> but I figured they should know that there's feces Aww. all over the bathroom. We could use, like, some PSAs or something about the fellas' bathrooms. Yeah. Oh man! There's better signage. It's a just keep a, it in the bowl. Yeah, maybe people need some tips. Uh, yeah, how some to, pointers? How to pee? How to poop? I think, yeah, I think we need tips. We need signage in there. Well, other countries with a lot of male toilet sitters after Germany include Sweden, number two, Denmark, number three, and I don't know what's going on around here, but Canada came in number four. I'll sit to pee at night. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, during the day. I'm 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 standing. But but uh, yeah, more like evening and then overnight. I'm sitting at home. Sure. Yeah, at home. But never in public. No, never in public. Not in public. Australia coming in at number five. By the way, the place where men are mo- are least likely to sit to pee is Mexico. Mexican men said, never. We will never do it. (laughs) They said, no, no, we're not doing it. You can't make us. Mm -hmm. Uh, The U.S., they kind of landed in the middle at about ninth out of the 13 countries. Hmm. By the way, in most countries, it's more common for older men. Uh, Men over 55 said that they have no problem taking a seat. And as a matter of fact, in Germany, 49% of men over 55 said, I'm sitting down. Well, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. You're tired. As you age? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
maybe as I get older, I'll I'll do a lot more sitting, perhaps. And by the way, when it comes to younger men aged 18 to 34, um, always sitting was more common among younger men mm. in the following countries. Italy, so Italian young men said they will always sit. Britain, Australia, and the U.S. As you get older, is it a thing where you kind of got to, it takes a bit to coax it? So maybe that's what it is. It can take longer, I right? Just so have instead more of standing at a urinal and just like, come on, come on, and it might look weird, you just sit down. Yeah, I guess. Right? But these are younger men, oh. like between the ages of 18 to 34. Oh, I don't know then. In Italy, they say they will always sit Britain, Australia, and the U.S. coming in at number four mm-hmm. for younger men. Hmm. So younger men are like, I'm sitting down. Yeah. Is sitting becoming more common? I think it is. Hmm. I think if, it is. I guess if the bathrooms were cleaner, like a public bathroom, then sure. Yeah. Right? Well, it's the courteous choice as well as like a guest in someone's house or yeah, your own. Yeah, you don't want any drops. Yeah. This text mm. here, 56789, says, I'm a man. If I sit to pee, I play on my phone more longer. It makes my work day go by. Oh, oh yeah, so you're right. Sit, you're sitting down. Yeah, it's a quick, everyone's using it more break. as a break time. Break time. Mm-hmm. It is less fun, though. To sit? Mean? Yeah. Well, can't you just sit there for a longer period, though, and break out the phone? Sure, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, to actually, like, the, the okay. I feel like the, the act's more enjoyable. Standard. If you're standing? Yeah. Mm. Oh, because you're using it like a, a carnival water gun. Sure, yeah. And if but there's particulate it... on the bowl, then you target that. And you're I, like, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's quick. Like, that's a quick, like, you're in and you're out if you're standing. Whereas if you're sitting well, it's down. It's a lot quicker than sitting. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a little more leisure. It takes a little more time. Mm-hmm. Slow, slow it down, slow it down a little bit. Yeah, maybe we all should be sitting and take a little breather. No, oh, I already do. And it's great. <laughs> it is. It is great. All right, stories like this always make me laugh. Um, for those of you who have a dog, uh, does your dog often decide on a very long walk that it is no longer walking, even though you're ten kilometers from home? <laughs> Has that happened? Mm. Uh, Guaranteed. Guaranteed. A team of 13 volunteers had to rescue a dog that climbed England's highest mountain. This dog hiked 3,200 feet up the mountain with his owners. Yeah. And then decided, nah, I'm not going down. Fair enough. He's a fairly big dog. He's a 73-pound Akita named Rocky. And apparently, as his owners tried to get him down the hill, he would not budge. Now, here's the thing is he doesn't look like he's like, you know, he looks like a fit dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, he looks like a young dog. He looks like a young, fit dog. Yeah. I think he just decided, no, I'm going to stay here. You guys go on without me. What? He's like, no, I'm tired. By the way, the mountain rescue team had to go up there, and they even praised the cool, calm, and which they called positively regal demeanor mm-hmm. of the dog. They had to stretcher him down the mountain because he refused to walk. Mm-hmm. Look at him there. <laughs> Do dogs just like of any age just be like, no, and then you have to carry them? Because <laughs> it is hilarious when like you're driving down a road and you see someone carrying a big dog. You're like, oh, that's a difficult day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard day. Yeah. The dog obviously just did not want to walk anymore. Loki used to do that when he was a puppy. Oh. And we had to stop after like about when he got about six months because he got too big to carry. I bet. We could, yeah, you have to carry him all the way home. Yeah, now. well, he figured out that if he stopped and started whining and lifting his feet that I would just carry him the rest of the way. <laughs> oh, like he was looking Clever. like they're sore. Oh. Oh, like, oh, it's too cold for my little feet. Oh. And I'm like, it's plus five. <laughs> <laughs> you're full of it. Yeah, buddy, you're going to be walking on ice. <laughs> so would you carry him home? Oh, yeah, we'd carry him home. And how oh. big was he? He was, he probably got to be about 50 pounds. When you're still attempting to carry him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Now, the rescuer said, despite being such a large dog at about 78 pounds, quote, it was a joy to carry such a relatively lightweight casualty. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the dog just chilled out on the stretcher. It's pretty yeah, cute. Yeah, the dog got a stretcher. He wasn't even just thrown over <laughs> no. the shoulder. <laughs> no. And there's like 13 guys up there. And the dog is just laid out in the stretcher being like, oh, yeah, this is the life. Yeah. Done. <laughs> pretty cute. Now, people were commenting, saying, great job. I have an American Akita myself, and all I can say is I'm not at all surprised. Very independent, stubborn dog. Mm-hmm. And when they say that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Another person also recalled the day her labradoodle went on strike <laughs> about 15 kilometers into a walk. Oh. They ended up having to call a taxi and about $45 later, they were able to get back home. <laughs> oh my goodness. How long did they wait before they decided like, oh yeah, we got to call in the rescue team. This dog's not going anywhere. I think, you know what? The owners yeah. started to get cold, so they left the dog. Oh, oh. Oh. oh, and then they went back and then for they, the dog. they went back down the mountain and they called for help and oh. said, our dog's up there. Oh, my God. Oh. Mm. I think that's what happened because they were getting cold and they were getting worried. And they, they had no signal where the dog no was. Si- they couldn't get the dog. Yeah, yeah. 78 pounds. What do you do? Oh, God. I guess you would try to, like, maybe put the dog on your back. You'd have to. Wear it like a backpack. Yeah. You're like, this is on you, buddy. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Maybe it was because your dog had enough. Maybe it was because your dog was super stubborn. But when did you have to carry your dog home? Mm Mm-hmm. And how big was your dog? Like the lady with the Labradoodle, did you have to put your dog in an Uber? <laughs> in a cab? Uh-huh. You're like, you know what? You're, you're not walking anymore. I guess if you have a dog that's known to do this, probably your best bet's to walk with a wagon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're call. like, get in the wagon. Oh, I guess you could put it the in the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone had to wagon their dog home? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you had to call for help, whether yeah. it was maybe you had to call for your partner to come pick you up, maybe a co-worker. When did your dog go on strike? You were on a walk, you were on a hike, and the dog said, nah, I'm done. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this story that's pretty damn funny. Uh, over in England, and a couple and their Akita decided to hike up a mountain. And when the dog got to the top, he said, no, I'm not coming down. Mm-hmm. He's about 78 pounds, and a call for help was made at about 625. And 13 volunteers from a local mountain rescue team had to spring into action and put the dog on a rescue stretcher and stretcher him down the mountain. Do you eventually just know your dog's limits? Like if they do one kilometer max? I think so. Is that it? That's got to be it. Um, I don't know your name, but they posted a picture of themselves up on the app. Uh, 56789 says, our girl hates going more than one kilometer. We always end up carrying her home. She's little, but she gets heavy. So we only just let her run around the yard now. And then there's a photo of him out on a walk in the middle of a field carrying a dog. The dog is sleeping. (laughs) Based on his face, not the first time he's finished a walk carrying that dog. Nope. He's carrying the dog like a baby, and the dog is out cold. Being like, "Oh my god, what a long walk!" That's huh. funny. Let's go for a walk. And when they get out say there. that was only one kilometer, uh, uh, yeah, about yeah. about one kilometer. <laughs> and then the dog's like, "No, not doing it." Yes, yes. Um, Seven eight zero four eight down for six six nine. If you want to chime in on this, I yeah. got uh, Naomi hanging on. Sure, uh, Naomi, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you went on a walk with your dog. Did they end up giving up? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. So my boyfriend took him for a walk. We recently rescued him, so we didn't know he was terrified of water. Oh. Um, it was the middle of, yeah, it was the middle of winter, so the, there was ice and snow, but it was just starting to melt, and you could hear the water kind of trickling underneath the ice. Yeah. As soon as the dog heard this, he laid down. He's like, nope, I'm out. No. My boyfriend had to pack no. him up the ravine. And this is a great pair of knees. It's a pretty big dog. <laughs> the lesson learned. Oh, my gosh. How did he put him on his back? Did he throw him over his shoulder? Like, that's got to be a 100-pound dog. Yeah, he definitely threw him over his shoulder. And, and he had quite the workout getting him up that ravine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, poor guy. He's not terrified of water that the dog was like, nope, frozen. Yeah, exactly. Was that the last time you did a long walk like that? Well, we definitely avoided water from that point (laughs) on. Yeah, I bet. bet. You need like a spotter ahead. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going that way. Oh, poor poppers. Okay, thanks, Naomi. Yeah, no problem. Okay, bye-bye. If you have a Great Pyrenees, which is a giant dog. God, they're massive. What do you What do you do? I guess you do. You throw it over your back. Yeah, how do you carry it? You just throw it over your shoulder and just carry it like a bag on the front, or what? Yeah, that dog is so big it could carry you back. Right? Yeah, Yeah, you could ride that dog back. Polar bear. But when you carry someone else, like a hundred pounds is a noticeable amount of weight. Yes. Yeah. They're also holding on to you. Dogs yeah. aren't like gripping onto you. You're just They're that's like, true. Yeah. yeah, like humans will grip around your neck. Yeah, yeah. you can give someone a piggyback ride. Yeah, where the dog, it's all on your arms to hold, hold that dog. Hold that dog. And it's dead weight. Yeah, and you gotta hope they don't wiggle out of oh, it. Oh, you stop fighting. You don't <laughs> walk. I, I get why this couple called a stretcher. Yeah, uh, like yeah. how do you get the dog down the mountain? Because right. he's a big boy. Thirteen people had to stretcher him down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon, hello. How you doing? Hey, Crash. How's it going this morning? Good, good. Um, how was it with your dog on a walk? Yeah, so um, I was taking her for a bike ride one time. Yeah. And she decided that she was tired and didn't want to go anymore. Oh, so no. I was like, geez, what am I supposed to do here? I got my bike. I got my dog. And she doesn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what do you do? You have your bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't really carry her and the bike. No. So I put. I ended up putting her up on my shoulders, <laughs> like, like across my shoulders. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then and then got on my bike and I biked home. And you actually biked home. Did you like lean yeah. over quite a bit against the handlebars to make sure she didn't fall? I, I did. Yeah, I did have to. <laughs> no, but she stayed up there. She, she stayed, stayed up there. How big is good. she? She's about 50 or 60 pounds. That's a big dog. That's Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Did anyone yeah. give you looks as you were zipping by? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody yelled out the their window while they're driving by. Hey, I like your scarf. Yeah, yeah. I like your scarf. Oh, they knew. Yeah, they oh, knew yeah, you had a stubborn yeah. dog. I would howl if I saw that happening. God, that's funny. That's great. The kicker is, it turns out that she actually just doesn't like running on asphalt. Oh! Wow. She likes a nice so dirt path. Or, or grass. Yeah, she likes the grass. So if I bike on the asphalt and she's on the grass, then we're good. <laughs> you figured this out after the fact. She's on asphalt. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, no. No, not going. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. Oh, hilarious. Like Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Good for him. 
That's uh, that would take some good balance, eh? It seems to be. I was looking online, like the best way to carry your dog, and that's the, what a lot of them say for large dogs is that fireman carry mm. is mm-hmm. sling him over your shoulders, dog scarf style. Yeah. Do dogs like that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably, we call it air timeout. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> on punishment. Ginch, have you picked up your dog like this yet? Threw over that. your shoulders? No. Maybe I'd you should start him. training your dog young to do this. No, no, he's not. No. He's not gonna like it. <laughs> he can figure it out, or he can stay where he's tired. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave no him. No dice. You're someone else's dog. <laughs> Take his collar off. <laughs> uh, here, uh, Nicole's hanging on. Hey, Nicole, how you doing? Good, Crash. How are you doing? Good. Good. Hi. Uh, did you have to carry your dog home after a long walk? I didn't. My ex-husband did. Oh. We have we have back-coated retrievers and. They're anywhere between 90 to 150 pounds. Wow. And Buster is 150 pounds, and I took him and his son, Jasper, for a walk across the road. We live in the country. Yeah. I walk 15 minutes one way. We're in the back trails. I start walking home, and I'm looking behind me. Can't find Buster. Where the hell is he? I go backwards. I find him lying in the grass, refusing to get up. <laughs> and, oh, come on, you bugger. You gotta get up. And they wait <laughs> to do it at the home. furthest point. At the furthest point. <laughs> yes, at the turning point. He's like, okay, 15 minutes. That's it. I'm done. I'm not going anywhere. Oh. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, come on, buddy. You gotta get up. And I'm trying to lift his butt and push him. And he's 150 pounds. There's 150 no pounds? You can oh push my as God. much as you want. And he's not going anywhere. He refused to. So I like, okay, enough's enough. So I phoned my husband and I said, hey, we've got a problem. He goes, what do you mean? I said, go across the trail, walk down, you'll see the issue. So he comes down, he looks at Buster, he goes, oh, yes, stupid dog. Lifts him up, throws him over his shoulder and carries him home. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like carrying a giant potato yeah, sack it home. Would be. Yep, exactly. Oh. Thing, my ex is extremely strong man. Yeah, no kidding. That dog was staying there. <laughs> <laughs> I love, too, that enough time has passed yep. where your, uh, your ex there would walk down the trail and the dog's still sitting there. Oh, yeah, he wasn't getting up. He wasn't even trying to call him. Buster was like, nope, nope, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going anymore. So after that, he got a five-minute walk one way, five-minute walk back. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sorry, your long walks are done, buddy. (laughs) That's right. right. That's funny. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Have a great day, guys. This, This is the Crash and Mars Podcast. So a super crazy story about a harrowing incident on the Anthony Hende yesterday morning. Two people in a car were chased and rammed multiple oh, times gosh. by a driver in a pickup truck on the Hende, and all of it was captured on video. Have now, you guys seen the TikTok of this? Yeah. I watched the full video. Yeah. Holy crap. I can't play it for you because, I mean, obviously there's profanity in it. But it is terrifying. You wouldn't think that this would be going down on the Henday. No. It looks like a movie. It does. Like the way it's shot, because you can see the truck accelerating yeah, towards yeah. them and, and then they're panicked on the phone. 
Now, you guys might remember when I had traffic, um, the problems that were on 23rd Avenue, mm. and then there was some streets shut down through there. This That was all the ending to what was going on. Mm-hmm. A wild day. A wild day. A night. Police confirmed it was a string of vehicle crimes, including collisions and carjackings that took place on Edmund, in Edmonton on Tuesday night and then carried on through to Wednesday morning. The video was taken by Yusef Zabian, a pe- passenger in the vehicle. Uh, Yusef and Naeem, the driver of the car, were on their way to work at around 7 a.m. on the Anthony Hende near Terwilliger when they said a man in a pickup truck pulled next to them and then took out a gun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He said, quote, this guy pulls up beside me, draws a gun, and points it at us. So I start to speed up to try to get away from him. He gets behind me and just starts ramming me from behind. And like they're clipping down the hand day, and this truck is smashing into the back of this so moving lucky vehicle. That they didn't like flip. Oh yeah. Because yeah. this is at high speeds. This yeah. is at high speeds. In traffic. Like that would have taken out so many vehicles. It said, quote, we were swerving through traffic and he just kept on ramming me. Over 20 times this guy hit me. Towards the end of the video there, you'll see I passed a police officer on the right shoulder and he clocked me doing 170 kilometers per hour. Shortly after that, the truck driver caught up with them again, hit his car so hard it disabled the vehicle. He said, quote, I put my car into emergency mode and it wouldn't go anymore. They said they were so fortunate that there was that speed trap there. Because, of course, the cops are like, well, we got to go check this out. Uh, yeah. Thank goodness. The whole thing's a living nightmare. It is. How terrifying. Like, I got the video running here in the studio, and the truck is, like, it's slamming into the back of this car, and you see the driver of the truck, like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, and you don't want to stop because, like, you can only imagine what would happen if you do stop, yeah, right? Yeah, you don't know if that guy's going to get out of his vehicle. Oh, yeah, 100%. and he's flashing the gun. Yeah, if he was brandishing yeah. a gun there, oh, yeah. The clip, the clip ends, too. There's the link if you guys want to watch the video. The clip ends with the truck accelerating towards them, and then it just... The clip stops. Stops. I know, I'm like, what happened? It looks like... I, I hate to make light of the situation. I'm glad these guys made it out okay. Yeah. It's got uh, Jeepers Creepers vibes. Yeah. Yes, yes it does. It's his favorite with horror movie. big truck just... Yeah. Bearing yes. down on them. Terrifying. I couldn't imagine, like, these... I mean, I'd be scared to drive. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this will ruin you for a bit. I wouldn't drive oh. on the Hyundai ever again. And, like, you watch a video, like, you can see how fast they are because uh, they're blowing by all the traffic. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they're on... I think they're even taking the shoulder in some cases just to get away from this guy. Yeah. Someone texted and asked why they didn't call 911. I think they did. Oh, they, they were did. On, they were on the, on the oh, video. Yeah. You can hear them on the phone with 911. They're on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, but what do you do? You in this situation, you don't stop. No, you can't. You can't. You can't stop at all. You don't know well, what he's gonna do. Because he's hitting your vehicle and he's waving a weapon around. Yeah, yeah. They said the whole chase lasted roughly about five minutes. I'm sure it felt like four hours. Uh-huh. It started oh. in Terwilliger and ended at the QE2 exit. They said, quote, he was trying to take us off the road. He was trying to get my car to spin out or something. It felt like he was out to kill. Yeah. Now, his car is totaled, but they didn't suffer any major physical injuries. Thank goodness. They said, quote, we're pretty shook up, a little sore, just traumatized, completely traumatized. Police did confirm that the driver was arrested yesterday morning. Good. And that incident on the Henday was one of many involving the driver. Apparently, officers were called to the area of 117th Avenue and 102nd Street at around 810 
on Tuesday after receiving several reports of a white pickup truck smashing into other vehicles. Police determined the driver of the truck had been involved in two violent armed carjackings earlier Tuesday evening. Oh, jeez. When police arrived, the male driver got out of the vehicle. A confrontation occurred between him and the officers. One of the officers fired their weapon. The male then got back in the truck and sped off before becoming involved in another armed carjacking a short distance away. What the hell is up with this guy? Like, he should be charged with attempted murder, right? Yeah. I don't know. You're using your vehicle Uh, as a weapon. They didn't say what they're charging with. He did have 17 outstanding residents. Um, Sorry, warrants. Yeah. Because you're using your vehicle as a weapon. You're out to kill by doing this. Yeah, by doing those maneuvers at that speed. Yeah, that's a... Right? Oh, yeah. That could have killed someone. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it looks like, you know, you'll see the the police pull that, like, pit maneuver when they're chasing a bird. And they hit that corner of the vehicle and try Uh to spin it out. It looks like that's what he's attempting to do. And, like, if they spun out, rolled, like, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Apparently, it ended at 23rd Avenue near 66th Street. A red pickup truck was seen abandoned near residence after crashing into some trees near a townhouse complex. Police tape was still surrounding the area as of yesterday. Jeez. I'm sure glad they got him. Me too. So 17 warrants is an incredible (sighs) amount of warrants to have, no? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I think five is a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I had, um, I mean, obviously nothing like this, but I was on the hen day the other day and I, I don't know what, the, I don't know what this guy's problem was, but like, dad, he had mental problems. I'm pretty mm, sure. Yeah. I was on the hen day and he got up behind me and even like, I, okay, granted I was passing vehicles in the fast lane. I got out of his way so that he could go. And for some reason, he, I don't know, he didn't like the look of my car. Mm. He got behind me in his black truck and tailgated me so bad. Not even in the fast lane. I'm now in the middle lane because mm. the right lane's like exiting, trying to get off to the white mud. Mm. And he, I was just watching him like, this guy is absolutely insane. Mm. Yeah. Ins- and like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in self-driving mode, so... Like, my car's going the same speed. I'm not mm. slowing up. Yeah. I'm not s- slowing down, speeding up. And then he got beside me and fi- gave me the finger. <laughs> like, what is your... Dude. Maybe because you weren't speeding. Yeah. You his mind, you were to... slowing but, him down. But well, then passed me in the fast lane. It was clear and open. Then the best part was when he got up beside me, gave me the finger. Yeah. And I was like, wow, mm. you should not be driving your truck on the Henday mm-hmm. if you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Well, there's yeah. a lot of angry gentlemen on the Henday. Yeah, oh, there is. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then, the Henday angers people for some reason. There was so much traffic yeah. heading south on the Henday that he ended up, everybody in the fast lane was like going only 75 anyways. Mm-hmm. And then he was tailing everybody. Oh, yeah. That happens on the daily. Hmm. Honestly, check oh, yeah. yourselves. Yeah. Check yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know what triggers any of that, but... I don't know if it was like my car or I don't know oh, what. I think that's just that's the. I think that's, that's just the. the end, that's just day. traffic. That's just. I'll even get driving. tailed in my truck. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> God. I, yeah. I, I know. I don't know what you want. I don't me think to it do. matters on the vehicle. It's just people just get it into it. Get yeah. something. Something cracks in their mind. I don't know. Or they're not even paying attention. But like, be responsible for your emotions for crying out loud. Yeah, we're all adults. We're an adult. Regulate your emotions. I agree. And if you can't self-regulate, please help yourself. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, people that can't self-regulate on the roads. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Yeah, people have famously uh, been angry on the roads for uh, quite a while. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like, look at this text here. It says, I was driving on the white mud yesterday at 4.30. A little more than the speed limit. A crazy woman was tailing me. She tailgated me so close, I started to get frightened. There was nowhere for me to go. 
She gave me the finger and then the loser sign on her forehead. It's crazy <laughs> out there. L. She gave me the L. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a I don't think the vehicle matters because remember years ago oh, I had yeah. that little Mini Cooper freaking out behind me oh, on the handle yeah. and I was in my truck. They were losing their mind, flashing lights, swerving on the shoulder. I'm like, for what? What are you doing? Yeah. Just, I just and then blew by and gave me the uh, finger. Did they like, give you I, the loser? I, I didn't get the loser. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> the loser's such an odd choice after you were tailgating someone. Yeah, because that's a very, very aggressive move. <laughs> very dangerous it. move. Yeah, yeah, big time. You think you wouldn't be shy about the bird, right? But the loser. <laughs> yeah, tailgating though, like people say they're scared. Like I'm sorry, tailgating. You're purposely putting someone in danger. A lot like, of bad things can happen in a very short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, like that should be, like you're using your vehicle as a weapon when you're tailgating, no? Because who among us hasn't had that dark thought of while being tailgated to just lock up your brakes? Oh, yeah, yeah. for brake. sure. Just yeah. wreck us both. Yeah, even on the QE2, like you when wanna, you're coming back from uh, oh, skiing. The, yeah, like, yeah. This guy just barreling down on my ass for no reason. And then just floored like just it by and gave me the pass. finger. And then like 10 minutes later, we passed him. I'm like, what is your problem? Jeez. And he slowed right down. I, I have no idea. Yeah, we got to cool the temperature yeah. on the roads. Just chill. Yeah, we <laughs> this sure one, do. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd instigate. This says, just blow them a kiss. It makes them mad. No, my, my uh, tint is so dark, you wouldn't see me anyways. Well, <laughs> but yeah, but I yeah. I don't know if you want to uh, poke the bear anymore. Than, no, uh, you don't. Than it's needed, right? I get it, but you want to get your... You do. That sort of passive aggressive feels yeah. good. That's just why like you're honking. Carry, yeah. That's why I carry a box of nails with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just if you can't regulate your emotions on the yeah. road, man, don't be driving. Oh. Yeah. Like check yourself. Come on. Yeah. Grow up. Well, but you don't think you have a problem. So what's there to they check? Think you got the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. But you're the one putting my life in danger by, by yeah. driving the, like, then you're not intelligent enough to be driving. But they don't yeah, they don't think there's a problem. That's why they're freaking out. <laughs> Oh, man. They're not like, I'm crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> They're just living their life, and that's the way they act. <laughs> People are saying it was because of my car. If it's because of my car, then that's a whole other issue. Well, everyone, everyone gets everyone it. Everyone gets yeah. it. Everyone. It ain't Yeah, I think it everybody. Ain't everyone it, like, gets Like, when you're it. seeing the texts that come in, it doesn't matter what people are talking I get it in my truck, and it's yeah. a Ram. <laughs> yeah, it crashes like, you know, one of them. And still, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They turn you on are. him. They're yeah. eating their own. Like, no! <laughs> that's true. They do. They turn on you. Yeah, it happens in my truck, too. So it's not vehicle dependent. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, well, well, thankfully, these guys are okay. They did say, though, that they're pretty traumatized. That's a pretty horrifying event. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time, yeah. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. imagine how scary that would have been. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Hmm. Everybody just take a breath. Yeah. I'm glad everybody's okay. Just chill. What a, what a video, though. You got to see it yeah, if you the, 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 watch it. I'll, I'll put it up again. You will not believe it. Yeah. It is crazy that that happened here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. All right, guys. WestJet has started to cancel flight as talks with the pilots union remained at a critical impasse, the company said Thursday, jeopardizing travel plans for thousands of Canadians ahead of the May long weekend. Some 1,800 pilots and it, the carrier and its swoop subsidiary are poised to walk off the job as of 1 a.m., Monday or pardon me Friday morning so that would be tonight overnight, and tonight tomorrow. Yeah. tonight and tomorrow WestJet issued a statement early today saying negotiations with the union quote remain in a stalemate so once again if you do have some flights scheduled uh, they are going to do their best to try to get you on some other carriers just keep checking your inbox uh, for an email from them with the email that you use with WestJet mm-hmm. 
So, well, I would imagine then you just get you just get like a new booking from another airline they're sent gonna, to your email. Yeah, they're basically they're advising you to check your status of your flight before leaving for the airport. Visit WestJet's guest updates webpage or Swoop Online Information Hub for more information regarding flight status and travel changes. Mm. This is going to be oh yeah. a mess. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a mess. And they're like minimal disruptions. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. So mm. just keep that in mind if you do have any travel mm. plans coming up. Alrighty. Are they just striking like for the weekend? I don't. Because I don't, this is says they're offering free flight changes and cancellations for flights from May 19th to the 21st. That might be then all they're offering for flights. I would imagine when you're on strike, you're on strike until a deal is set. Yeah, well, that's I, not the way a deal is set. I thought so too. Or it's just like a... Because there's also always the long weekend. Like a it's weekend a busy, blitz? Yeah, it's a busy time to... Yeah. Yeah, but you don't just fly. go back to work without an agreement. Because there's flights booked past the 21st. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they're hoping to have it resolved by then. Or that's just all the work that they're going to do is just for the, week- yeah, <laughs> the maybe, weekend. Yeah, maybe they're just going to help you out with the weekend and that's it. Yeah, because what Either if you way. find a 22nd? Like, that's... What's mm-hmm. that? Monday? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. that's that's pretty close, too. Yeah. Big time. A lot of people have already just uh, chose to cancel their own flight. I can see that. Yeah. All the texts that are coming in. Mm-hmm. This text here says, my partner's flight got rebooked with Air Canada. Check your emails. Mm. Mm. Oh, Laura's flying in 24 hours. So stressful not knowing if I'll fly or not. Ooh. Oh, well, oh. I'm going to err on the not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're flying with WestJet or Swoop, I'm going to say yeah. that's a no. Yeah. I think you're staying home. Or you might get um, put on another. Yeah, you might. Yeah. You might get put on another fight. I hope all, so. all right, guys. Yesterday um, we talked. Or no, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. We talked about uh, Johnny Depp getting that big Dior Sauvage uh, fragrance contract. I think it was like twenty million dollars. Then I had a list of the celebrities who we think smell the worst. Right. And it didn't make any sense because Johnny Depp came in at number one, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though he's got a new uh, fragrance ad. Yeah. But now Johnny Depp's back in the news, and it's for something else. Um, he was at the Cannes Festival and apparently people noticed something that he's not taking care of. Oh, oh no. Oh, is it an animal? No, it's... Oh, is it on his body? It's on his body. Oh, I'm oh. gonna guess uh, uh, armpits. Armpits. reeks. I'm gonna say as we age, I certainly notice uh, eyebrows get real problematic. Oh, if you're letting the hair get wild? I think he's got bad brows. Alright, well, I'll put a picture up in the app and I'll let you guys have a look at it. What do you think people are a little grossed out about when it comes oh to Johnny? Oh my god. What happened to his teeth? Oh, that's exactly it. Well, he's a pirate. (laughs) His lack of dental hygiene. Oh, no. Why? I don't know. It looks like I'm going to guess he smokes or chews. It's the pirate life for me. (laughs) It's all that rum. He knows he's not actually a pirate, right? I don't 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 know. know. (laughs) I don't think he does. (laughs) Here, I put a nice close-up of those teeth. Why are they just, like, chunky brown in between? I, I don't know. I feel like if you have that, that much money, you should be able to fix your teeth. Is that, uh, like, cigs and coffee? Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, unfortunately, these photos of Johnny took the internet by storm, not because of him being hot, but many fans focusing on his rotting teeth. And Johnny Depp's teeth literally rotting was the trending Ugh. hashtag. Oh, poor Johnny. Has... Has his teeth always been like this? Because there's a couple know. like shots of him, like working, working the uh, little red carpets, and his teeth are wild in all of them. Yeah, maybe oh. our boy's got. Maybe he's always struggled. Yeah, with maybe teeth. it's always been like that. But just because now with the uh, that study that you had, and then his new fragrance, 
everyone's like, oh my god. Well, dude, like you're super wealthy. That makes his uh, guys. For those of you that can't see the photo, they're they're so bad. It makes me want to get a pick and like scrape the brown yeah. chunks off. That's how thick it looks between the teeth. Oh, buddy! I just want it gone. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hit it with a a floss, a pluckers, and go. You want to be his dental hygienist? And just yeah, yeah. yeah you just want to get yeah, in there. I think if you're like really into dentistry. You would get a rush out of scraping the chunks off his teeth and using the pluckers like a saw blade. (laughs) And then chunks fall off. (laughs) Maybe our boy, good for him for normalizing, you know. Bad teeth? Not everyone's got perfectly straight white teeth. Oh, jeez, that's the worst. Jeez posted an even worse close-up. Why are the tops brown? He's been going through it. He's been going through it. I think it's like, yeah... I didn't even know that, and by the top, I mean like where, like the, uh, not the face of your teeth, the top of your teeth. How I didn't even know that can get brown. I know. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, and I don't know. Oh, I can't even look at the photo. <laughs> I'm pretty straight edge. Uh, a lot of people are saying drugs mm-hmm. can really affect yeah. uh, the quality of your tooth. Yeah. But this is like, this looks like buildup. Do you guys like veneers? Uh, uh, depends on how they're done. I do like good teeth, but you can have teeth that are like way too perfect. I think I like veneers. Huh. I've been seeing. I was looking at a lot of pictures of veneers last night when I saw this story. I was you like, have perfect oh. teeth. Oh no, not for me. I just oh, like I saw so other st- people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> well, we actually we had a, we worked with a guy like a long time ago um, who was in radio, and he had a he actually got a veneer sponsorship. Yeah, like from a dentist, and they said because he had, he had um, wild teeth, he had some pretty wild teeth, and um, so they were like, "Listen, let's let's straighten them up for you." And uh, he went through the whole process, and it was like a number of days yeah. of getting the veneers. Ugh, and he the came process. he came to work, mm. and they had taken his teeth and shaved them into yep. points. I don't like I don't every like single tooth was a point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like he was getting like all his front teeth redone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He had a bunch of little points, mm-hmm. and we're like, ah! yeah. <laughs> and he came in, and he worked on another radio station, but it was like our sister station at the time. So he was like just down the hallway from us, and then and he did his drive show, his drive home show, with yeah. his teeth all pointy <sighs> like that. And uh, we we couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because I don't even know if I'd be able to sleep. Like, how would you run your finger, or not your fingers, or your tongue over your... Yeah, because it was just all little points. Mm -hmm. They did that for a bit, and then then when he got the veneer, it's like, wow, there's a whole new you. Well, yeah. It was amazing. It looked really good. When they shave your teeth down, they've got to do a mold of it to see the new shape of what your mouth is going to be like to put the veneers on. Uh And it takes a second to make that veneer, Uh, right? Yeah, They can't do it same day. Yeah. you got to walk around with, like, little... Yeah. Little points. Gollum teeth. <laughs> oh, I think I'd hide in my house. But then he got yeah. the veneers and came to work the next day. Oh my god, they look great. Yeah, he looked fantastic. incredible. Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. Can can someone get like can they, can it be too much? Yeah, they could be too straight or too big. Yeah, too big. Too big. Yeah, yeah. Some people get them like too a, big for their mouth. Yeah. Oh, I thought his looked great. Oh yeah, yeah. Those ones turned out fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still the process. Whew. Do they size them up like you know like uh, you can pick like like say if you say if you were uh, augmenting your breasts? Yeah, you can choose the size. Sure. Like, do they do that with the teeth? Like, if you want them a bit bigger, like you probably. said, they could be too big. Like, who, who decides? Wouldn't they just match your tooth size? Mm, unless you were born and you had like were self conscious about your smaller teeth and like you Jack wanted something White? bigger. Imagine Jack White getting veneers. Oh, yeah. I he would, would imagine, be, like, bigger. 
Like a good dentist would know aesthetically what fits yeah. your face. Yeah, they, they, that's their job. They should know it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like they should be almost like a, des- a tooth designer. Hmm. Look at the now family. A lot of now family members of five, six, seven, eight, nine has gotten veneers. Hmm. Uh, this text here says, "Guys, I have veneers. While I was waiting for my permanent ones, they put temporary teeth on top. Oh, nice! So I didn't ever have their points. That's disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> our, our buddy, our friend, our coworker, he looked very disturbing. I wonder why they didn't put a." Tampon for him. He should have just stayed home. And he should have stayed home. Yeah. It really freak crash. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Get it done near Halloween so that you got spooky teeth for yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that works. November 1st, brand spank a new set. Oh, yeah, pearly whites. <laughs> teeth are such a hassle. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. Oh. And expensive. And expensive. And like Anything for, dental related. We live forever now. Yeah. And like these are only supposed to be good for like, I don't know, 50 years. Uh-huh. Or stretch them to a hundy. Well, think about a 50 oh, year part on a car. God. You got 50 year old teeth in your head. Yeah. Ugh. And the yeah right, can you, and the amount of like stress that you put on these teeth on the daily. Mm-hmm. Can you get like permanent dentures? Uh, I would imagine so. Wouldn't that be um, uh, not like a root canal? Well, I guess it would be kind of. And they just drill everything in and just lock the teeth in. Just knock them all out and put in like a fresh plate and glue it in there forever. Right, yeah. like a denture. Yes, but yeah, it's like but a, a permanent, yeah, permanent denture. But a permanent denture. Yeah, I wonder if that would Is just that an promote. Option? I wonder if it would just promote bacteria though. Because your teeth, they're not against the gum. There's going to be a gap there that's not like a natural. Right. Um, there's still food and whatnot. Yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's there. particulate getting in there. Someone said dental implants. They, they screw them into the bone. Sure. Ah. Well, I was at, when I, last time I was at the dentist, I was looking at a brochure for that. Oh, my God. Well, I was just Are you sit- worried about your teeth? No, I was sitting there waiting, and there was a ton of brochures. So I was like, well, some reading. You're like, uh, I'll take page two and six. And Thank they, you. Yeah, and it showed the, the whole like diagram of how they take the tooth and they screw it into the bone. Hmm. So it's a permanent Im- implant. Can you do a whole set that's, like I mean, that? That's usually like one know. or two. I don't yeah. think you're getting them all. I want them all. What's the difference between crowns and veneers? A veneer covers the whole tooth. Yeah, isn't a crown just like a cap? Yeah. Because some people are saying that usually you shave them down for crowns like that, not veneers. I don't know. Maybe both. I don't know. Oh. Jennifer texted in. Yeah. Her sister has permanent dentures. (gasps) Oh, okay. 40K. Wow. But, but. Yeah. Perfect teeth. That's the time to do it when you're young. Yeah. Right? Will those last for? Well, no, because your mouth is going to keep changing, right? No. She's 38 years old. She has permanent dentures. They'll be in there forever. No, but your mouth, the shape of your mouth will change as we age. Oh, You're going to have to adjust the dentures. No, nah, she'll be Can fine. Can they modify a denture? Maybe like throw it in the microwave, melt them up a bit? These are implants. <laughs> she has those screwed right in. Mm. Do not throw your dental appliances in. <laughs> no, don't do that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> They're so expensive to fix. <laughs> By the way, our buddies listening this morning that have veneers absolutely love them. Oh, well, yeah. They love them. Yeah. I love them too. Mm. I was looking at photos last night. Are they hard to keep clean? Like, are they more prone no. to staining? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I would imagine they're less prone to staining. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would develop them right? that way. Because they... Uh, like a stainless steel knife. They're a little bit of scratch, right? Veneers? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think those are one of those things, too. Like, you... you, Regardless of whether you're that pleased with the outcome, like, you tell yourself, like, yeah. this was a good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was $34,000. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Because usually you're work- happy with this. Yeah, your dental plan at work ain't covering that. It's crazy. Does ours cover that? Oh, God, I don't even know. <laughs> That's one of those popular uh, Mexican vacations, right? Yeah. yeah. Dental, yeah. Dental, yeah. dental surgery. Tijuana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, do you guys remember in the 90s? Actually, I'm just going to play you this theme song and see if you guys know what I'm talking about. You ready? Here we go. 
Unsolved Mysteries. Terrifying. It is terrifying. Well, remember in the 90s when Unsolved Mysteries would have updates if they actually helped solve a crime? Well, Netflix rebooted Unsolved Mysteries in 2020, and it just happened again. A nine-year-old girl was abducted in Illinois six years ago. Her dad had custody, but mom took off with her. Well, after her photo was featured on a recent episode for only four seconds... Wow. Her photo was on TV on yeah. Netflix for four seconds. Mm-hmm. Someone spotted her in North Carolina and called it in. Oh, damn. She's now back at home with dad and mom's facing charges for kidnapping. Holy crap. It is crazy that like since Netflix brought it back, like a bunch of unsolved mysteries were solved. Yeah. It's wild. The show works. The show works. Yeah. Huh. You're right. She was found safe. She's 15 years old now. She is reunited with her father. She was only nine years old when she was abducted abducted by her non-custodial mother from a Chicago suther- suburb. Jeez. Apparently, Kayla's father, Ryan, won full custody of her in early 2017. And apparently, mom was allowed supervised visits. But when, mom went to, when he went to pick up his daughter, um, they never returned from a camping trip. Mom took off. Hmm. That is wild. A warrant's been out for her arrest for quite some time, and the daughter's photo was on Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix for four seconds. And that was long enough for somebody to be like, I know that little girl. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. She would have aged. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was 15 now. Change a lot from their photos. But nine. Nine years old. Oh, hold up. I, I think I know that person. Did you guys watch the... Unsolved Mysteries reboot? Yeah, a little bit. Did they get like a terrifying Robert Stackish host? No, I don't think they had. I think it was host free. No yep. host. Well, it was like there was a VO. There was a VO, but no host. But scary no, VO? VO, by the way, is voiceover for those of you who don't. But um, yeah, it was a kind of a scary yeah, VO. You want a terrifying. But I liked like like the, the at the top when he would like stand in that black box of a room yeah. and kind of like talk about, you know. Set the scene. He'd have his trench coat on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's you just wild. Yeah, I don't about think they the did. Stories. Yeah, I don't think they did a host. Oh, you got to just because he was unreplaceable. Probably. I would imagine yeah, so. Why. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. Unsolved mysteries still working. Mm. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Speaking of crazy, um, this is a equally weird story. A 99 year old woman in England named Annie Duplock always wanted to be part of a knife throwing act. Oh. Oh. She's 99 years old. She wanted to do the throwing or she wanted to have knives thrown at her? She wanted to have be strapped up to the board and have somebody throw knives at her. Put an apple on her head. (laughs) So the owner of a circus made it happen for her. Oh, I would not want to do that. The video of her online has gone virus of a circus performer throwing 10 knives at her Mm. as she's standing next to a board. Is she blindfolded or she can see the knives coming She can coming see them. She's oh, 99. God. Is this a thing I, of, I, I want it done. End it now. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think this woman is just, uh, she's a bit of a daredevil. Oh. I have a little bit of audio here for you of the moment that Annie Duplock was introduced during the show and then they threw knives at her. Have a listen. But, she said, I want to stand in front of the knife throwing board from my hundredth That's in the board, not her body. Yeah, those are the knives. 
he is humming them in there. Um, Isn't that insane? The stage setup looks pretty budget. I would think that I would get at least one knife stabbed into me, right? I it doesn't look, look doesn't over look the like top, a, big top. Doesn't look like a high end operation. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I would not be letting that guy throw knives at me. I wouldn't either. The oh. knife thrower though does look exactly like you would expect a knife thrower. <laughs> <laughs> this if you saw this man, yeah, oh, yeah. he's passionate about knives. <laughs> oh man! That now apparently sketch. her family did arrange this because it was her on her bucket list list to um, have knives thrown at her. Mm. From a knife thrower. She didn't care if it was done at a circus or if it was just done, like, I don't know, at, like, a country fair, but she wanted it done. And it's always a little more questionable, like, when a a senior or this lady, like, coming up on 100, or she is 100, wants to do something, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't don't want to be the one that injures you. Yeah. Is there less risk, though, if you're a knife thrower? Yeah. Danger is part of the game. Uh Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'd say there's a higher uh, uh, degree of difficulty if you were throwing against, like, a baby. Who had like a hundred years in front of them? Mm. Then this this gal who's like you know, oh you're like well whatever. What's the worst going to happen? Yeah, she wanted the hundred year old died. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh no, she had so much. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're going to have anybody who had like was called up on stage and had knives thrown at them. But if you did. Um, have you been the person on the board while knives are being thrown at you? That's my first question. My God. How did that go? Is it just something that you always wanted to do? Uh-huh. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. But if it wasn't knives, what did you get called up on stage for during a performance? Has anyone taken part in the old uh, magician cut you in half, split the box? Yeah. Yeah, got called up on stage for it. Right? I don't know if they call people on stage for that because it's a little bit of an act, right? There's two people. (gasps) Right, yeah. Yeah, it's usually not magic. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like you would have to kind of know Yeah. versus just a rando pulled from the crowd. I got two as a child. Uh, with the Calgary Stampede. What'd you get called up for? Uh, we were at like the, I think they used to call it like the Freak Show. I'm sure they have a better name for oh, it now. They're like, uh, look at this ginger. <laughs> I did make a little money. Okay. Okay, so uh, you look uh, out of the audience? Yeah, they had a sword swallower. <gasps> and I got to remove the sword from the woman's throat. No way. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they're like. Legit sword? It's real. Oh. Those swords are. That's a real sword they're they're tossing down there. I've seen I've only seen that somewhat up close, but yeah. not pulling it out. And you could feel it like Oh, you could feel like the the oh. weight of the blade. Oh. Also, like what if I didn't go straight up? Yeah, what if you were like shaky ginge? Like yeah. <laughs> or what if you as a child didn't have the strength to lift that they sword? Tell. They could tell. I okay. Could, they could I was wearing a t shirt, Marzi. They could oh, see okay. your, your pipes. This boy's got the goods. What if you like pushed it back down? Yeah, they don't know my mindset. I would never chance a child pulling a sword out of my throat. Yeah, but I got to... Oh, God. It was cool as hell. That would be cool as hell. Also, because you always wonder, like, there's no way those are real swords. Yeah. Or maybe there was some sort of magical sword that unfolded as I unfurled it, but it had, like... like, the Halloween stabbers? It had, like, weight. (laughs) It was, like, solid. I think they are real. I think they're real. That's like the people that pound nails up their nose. Uh Like, those are legit Uh, nails. uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was It was thrilling. Would you ever do it again? And I felt like, you know, oh, in a second. Yeah. I felt like a god because I had like, you know, her, her life in my hands. You literally did. 
if you push it back down, she dies. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy that they trusted you, that you wouldn't drop it back in her body. Well, that's it too. Maybe part of the show is pulling someone from the audience, and the rest of the audience was, because it was Calgary, just like sketchy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this 12-year-old. <laughs> Get up here, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Get up it's here. our best bet. <laughs> yeah. All right, this 99-year-old woman, her video, of course, is everywhere. It's gone viral. She had it on her bucket list to stand in front of the board at a circus and have a knife thrower throw knives at her. Anyone have the bow and arrow shoot the apple on your head? Yeah, did anybody have to... St- oh, I would never, I, ever no. stand for that. If I got called out of the audience and they're like, here's what you're doing, I'd be like, no, shut down this show. Everybody... <laughs> shut it down. I grabbed the microphone. Everybody go home. <laughs> this is done. Show's <laughs> over. That's what I would do. No fun. Mm-hmm. No fun. If you got called up on stage during a show, a performance, maybe it was a circus, maybe it was a magic show like Crash said, maybe it was at the Calgary Stampede and something mm-hmm. was going on, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Right now we're talking about this woman in the UK. She's in England. 99 years old. Her name is Annie Duplock, and she always wanted to be part of a knife throwing act. So the owner of a circus made it happen for her. And there's a video online of a circus performer throwing knives at her. She stands up against the board, and um, yeah, they whip knives at her. Do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing her family was all around too, watching knives being thrown at Grandma. Yeah. Oh God. You they were all there. To, you don't want to see that. All of a sudden, it's like... It's great. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> great grandma gets one in the arm. Oh. <laughs> or she rips it out like real badass move. Ah. <laughs> Knew this would happen. One knife ain't going to take me down. <laughs> I'm 99. Mm-hmm. So we want to know if you've ever been called up on stage. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie's hanging on here. Hey, Steph. Hi. Good morning. Hi. How are you guys? We're uh, great. Doing fantastic. Uh, you ended up getting called up on stage, right? Yes, I get called up a lot, but largely because I'm a very enthusiastic volunteer. Ooh, all the uh, best. Yeah, so, but my favorite was uh, at the Fringe one year. Uh, I stopped to watch a street performer, and I volunteered for this guy. I had no idea what was going to happen. I was like, just wanted to be a bit of a ham. And he had this giant, like, whip out, like a circus whip or something. Yep. And he gave me a lasagna noodle <laughs> and told me to, to hold it out to the side. Yeah. And then he whipped the whip and broke the noodle in half. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he's like, okay, put it between your legs. Whoa. And like between oh, your no. knees like, or? Like-, <laughs> like, like bend over and like put it between like your legs or whatever. And I was like, okay. And so then he broke it in half again. What? There's just like one quarter of this noodle, and then he's like, "Okay, put it in your mouth." Oh, and oh! I was like, oh, "I don't know. I'm not sure," but I did, and I was so scared he was gonna whip my nose off my face. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Oh my god! Yeah, the crack of the whip, and it, he broke it in half again. And wow. Well, at least yeah, he's, was, at least he ended with your mouth and not like put it in your butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather it in my butt crack. Well, that's true. That's true. It's fleshy back there. My face is, is you know, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not used to being whipped. When you, when he told you to put the noodle in between your legs, did you bend over and like present him bum first? I th- I don't know. I think the I think my bum went towards the audience. I'm not sure. That was a weird one. Yeah, that's a little weird. Sure. Yeah, that one was weird. Um, that's the crowd pleaser. Uh, <laughs> I don't I trust like a nineteen-year-old girl, so maybe that's why. Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man! All right, wow. thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, Steph. Right, thanks. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye. 
<laughs> love the lasagna noodle. Nice the, touch. The whip's coming a few times on text um, I've seen, and the it's it, they're holding everything from like lasagna noodles to whatever. But yeah, I uh, oh sorry, no no, I was just gonna say these whip boys. Like, is that I don't trust the. Have you ever used a whip? No, uh, I I've whipped. Indiana Jones seems pretty good with one, but like those, the long ones. I don't think it, no, I haven't used. I have played with a long boy, but I've never got like a good full like like a good whip with it. Yeah, yeah. more of like smaller scale. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I think we're all familiar with that. <laughs> um, Kylie, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you got called up on stage for a little bit of a trick, right? Yeah, so it was for a fundraiser, and five of us got called up on stage to be hypnotized. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, and it didn't work for me, um, but I didn't want to be a downer, so I just <laughs> pretended to do everything they asked. Right? I th- honestly, I think that's what majority people do. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah, was, I don't know if everyone else was hypnotized. They said they were, but it was, yeah, I acted a fool. Yeah. 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 We, we've uh, had encounters with hypnotists and like, if it's for radio, whatever, you Crash play it pretends. up. He You're pretends like, every yeah. single time. Well, you gotta, for he the show, pre- yeah, Mars, he for pre- the show. Like we've had like psychics on and I'm like watching Crash and Crash is like not, like it's not working and he's like... <laughs> Playing, you're playing along. You got it. You you're playing you along. I get it. Make them feel good about their uh, their their hustle. Yeah, because I'm like, no, you suck. Doesn't work. How awkward would it be if you were just standing there? It, yeah, that's even worse, right? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I guess if you could have said, "Listen, didn't work." Maybe they'd go and like make you sit back down. I, I don't want to kill their bit. I do. I, yeah, do. I also don't want them to try again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them that's to try harder. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, Kylie. <laughs> thanks. Love your show. Uh, thanks so much. Call anytime. Yeah. Bye. 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 Man. Well, I mean, she didn't. You know, she she want she didn't want to ruin the moment. I of guess. Course, yeah. She was up. Uh, uh, Doing him a favor. Yeah, she was doing him a favor, making him look good. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, this is Travis. At the fringe, a juggler called me up, asked me to lay on the ground while he walked with a foot on either side of my body while juggling flaming torches. Oh, man. Before he did it, he leaned into my ear and said, I won't drop these, man. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I believe you. I'm out. Like, yeah. Big torches. Don't worry about it, dude. When you're doing that, when someone's juggling uh, live chainsaws over you or yeah. whipping uh, lasagna noodles from between your legs, yeah. you're the star of the show. You are. You should be. When they're passing that hat, yeah. you should be getting a little taste. Right? Point. Yeah, you want a little, uh, what is it, a boot from the shoe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little boot from the shoe. Yeah, get a little boot from the shoe there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paige, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic. Uh, you got called on stage for something, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Was it? Uh, what, what was it for? Like, was it magic? I was in Cuba. Yeah. And it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And they called me up, and a guy snapped a rose out of my mouth with a whip. Oh, oh damn! Wait, did you know that they were going to do that? Not a clue. No, <gasps> he was, he'd been doing a like a show, and yeah. then. My boyfriend at the time was like, it's her birthday. Oh, and God. And so they dragged me out, and they stuck a rose in my mouth, and they are like, just stay still. And they... Just stay still, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> Did you see him, like, wind up with the whip? I would have been like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, like, I'd seen some of the whip show, but it went so fast that I didn't really have time to be like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> so you just stood there, like, p- like, paralyzed, basically, and not moving, and then <laughs> he broke the end of the rose off. Yeah, with like 
within centimeters of my face. Wow. Wow. So you could feel the wind of the whip uh, ripping across your face. Yeah. Did it hurt at all? Like, did he catch any of your skin or your lip? Nope. Wow. Holy I'm crap. Impressed. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm alive! <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a neat experience. Very cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Paige. Thanks, Paige. Yeah, no thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. See, that whip's coming in a lot. It must be popular. Uh, Mars, you got to put a flower in your mouth. No. Put a put a nice daisy in there. Mm, nope. You're like, look out, Mars! Nope. Nope. The top of the flower. I don't trust off. anybody. You can trust me with a whip. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, you want like a good. Um, who uses whips in real life? Cowboys. Cowboys. They get the last sows. Do they have whips? Uh, Are they whipping cattle? <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> who uses whips? Yeah, I don't. I think if you're whipping cattle, you you got a smaller thing, don't you? Um, yeah, I don't. Just to do like an ass tap. Yeah, I don't think it's like the full. But uh, the big long boy that kind of works as a lasso too, doesn't it? I don't think Indiana Jones ever used his as a lasso. Hmm. <laughs> Is anyone like? Is there a lot of whipping industry still? Haley, you're into cowboy boots. Mm, are you, you whipping? whipping? No. <laughs> I I no. I can't whip. But are you? Have you been around them? No. I'm afraid that I'm going to get snapped with one. Mm. Apparently, the whip back in the day was made a relatively loud blast, which scared cattle, so farmers and shepherds could control movement of herds. Oh, oh so it was the sound. So it was the sound of it. Not you actually what you're using, not whipping you're, the animals. Not whipping the no. animals. It was the sound. It is fascinating, though, when you watch someone with like a really long boy, because they get it like flying through the air, and then... Yeah. yeah. It is, it's great. Apparently bull whips are used to move cattle around. Now huh. finally confirming. So you're not actually coming in contact with the animal. No, no. Which or, is great news. Or if you're in Cuba and you're at a resort, an evening show will whip a rose right out of your face. I love that. I don't. <laughs> also, I bet like there's a lot of things that make noise to scare cattle. Like there's there's some cattle's getting whipped. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you can well, yeah, get an like, airport, oh, guys. Yeah. Like there's... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their little tail. <laughs> uh, Kirsten, how you doing? Pretty good, how are you, dear? Good, good. Um, you got pulled on stage, and oh god, what, what was someone juggling over you? Well, I was in Scotland, and he was juggling daggers. Oh! <laughs> so, did you have to lay down? Yeah, I had to lay down underneath him. And in Scotland, what do they wear? <laughs> You're like, and damn. He said, he says, okay, dear, don't look up. I'll just see a Loch Ness monster. That's <laughs> <laughs> my reaction as a teenager going, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> as you have these giant daggers uh, being juggled above you. Man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Were you terrified at any point or was it just happening so quick? You had no time to be terrified. I was more more terrified of the fact that I was going to be willing to peek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, I do kind of want to see the Loch Ness monster. Did you? Did you look? I was like, well, no, I didn't. I was a good girl. I turned. I even turned my head to the crowd to make sure I wouldn't even tempt it. <laughs> like I mustn't. What were you more scared of, the Loch Ness monster or the daggers? Just getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> That's so valid. Imagine if everyone sees you and you're like, ah, oh, you're having a look at me. Yes, yes. That's very funny. What a great trip. Okay, thanks, Kirsten. Thanks, Kirsten. <laughs> Rock, we have a good one, guys. You too. You too. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
So just speaking of smoke and wildfires, Alberta's unprecedented wildfire crisis threatens to drag on now through the summer months. No. So this might not be going no. away uh, anytime soon. As of yesterday afternoon, 91 wildfires were burning inside Alberta's forest protected areas and 27 are classified as out of control. Now, firefighters are bracing for a long, grueling season. And right now, we've enlisted the help of nearly 1,000 out-of-province firefighters from across Canada and the United States, but as you can see by like the wildfire maps, mm. they're needed there too. Oh yeah, there yeah, there's like, fires everywhere. Saskatchewan is having some problems. British Columbia and even uh, to our friends in the U.S. as well, they're having a lot of wildfire problems this year too. So it looks like uh, they say, given the amount of fire that they're currently seeing on the landscape, it will be months months Mm. before all these fires are brought under control unless a significant shift in the weather brings a lot of moisture and by a lot of moisture it's not just like one day of rain it's like a deluge Mm -hmm. like biblical proportions we need one of those uh, uh, atmospheric rivers we do yeah where it's inches of rain we're not measuring in millimeters we're in we're measuring in millimeters in buckets. Um, inches inches buckets, buckets. <laughs> gallons yeah as of Wednesday afternoon more than 11,990 people remained evacuated from their homes some displaced residents have been allowed to return but um, that's still over 10,000 people displaced oh yeah and uh, thousands more on alerts oh yeah, yeah. waiting to Big possibly time. have to move yeah yeah, it's crazy. So, yikes. Stressful. Mm-hmm. Again, we are under a fire ban. And if you do want to see where the smoke is headed, you can head over to firesmoke.ca. Now, just so you know, um, because of the bad air quality and because we're you know keeping an eye on it, as air quality worsens in the western part of the country amid the wildfire smoke, smoke respirologists are urging if you're in that area where smoke is bad, stay inside. And like they like mean it. Well, yeah. It, like, don't even it, it risk potent it. pretty quick. Even yesterday, well, I was outside all day. It wasn't too bad, but just being outside for an extended period of time, you can feel it. You're like... <laughs> yeah, you, you could feel it. Throat gets a little raspy. Mm-hmm. It could be. So, again, if you do see the air quality start to drop, try to spend as much time indoors as mm-hmm. you can. This story is crazy. I, I've never heard of anything like it, but maybe it's happened more often than not. Just never hit the news. Down to Calgary we go, where a Calgary woman there was forced to pay a stranger's ticket so she could renew her vehicle registration. What? Oh. Like, instead of, like, fighting it there because she needed the insurance? Well, it wasn't her ticket. It was a stranger's well, ticket. Yeah, yeah. But now, she needs she needs the but the you gotta yeah you yeah. gotta be able to register your vehicle. Yeah, yeah. The province said that they're looking into it and they're gonna work on refunding her. But here's what went down: Alandra Williams went to her local Alberta registry after having trouble renewing her vehicle registration online. When she got there, they said, "Oh yeah, well you have to pay a ticket, seven hundred and thirty dollars." Oh, oh, I was thinking maybe like two hundred. Yeah, she's like, oh. I did not get a ticket for seven hundred and thirty dollars. And they said, yeah, you did. Big dig it. A closer look showed a guy with the same birth date and last name had been ticketed for trespassing. (laughs) And he didn't pay the ticket. And somehow that fine ended up on her account. Now, I also didn't know that if you got a trespassing fine, you couldn't register your vehicle. Yeah. I also know you got a fine for trespassing. Yeah. That's like getting like a, I don't know, I don't know, like, is there, like, a ticket for murder? I just didn't right? know. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I, was, like, a criminal yeah. offense. 
She's, Not just a fine. Yeah. <laughs> she said to the people at the registry, I have no idea who this is. And they are like, sorry, it's on your account. We can't register your car until this ticket is paid. Oh, what a drag. So can she pay it and then like fight it now? Well, that's what she did. So she paid it. She's like, I need my car. Like I have yeah. a job. Like, yeah. Yeah, we don't can... live in walking cities that are friendly yeah. to that. We all have to drive. Need, need that registration. So she was able to pay for the ticket. Get the registration. She's been emailing the court about having the ticket removed from her name. And they're like, yeah, we'll look into it. And she's like, but what about my money? And they're like, I don't know. Well, yeah, because they're probably like, whatever, you paid. Yeah, she's like, I'm not willingly paying for a, a $730 for a ticket for this dude. And they're like, well, you did willingly pay it. <laughs> yeah. Now, this happened back in January. And since then, five months have gone by. And oh. she wasn't getting any word back about getting a refund. So what did she do? To the news. To the news. Smart. To the news. She went to CTV. Mm. They aired a report. And guess what? They're like, we're going to get it for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) With some interest, hopefully. Like yeah. what, what that's an unbelievable hassle for a lot of people that could have affected their rent, could have affected their insurance, could have affected their grocery budget. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely it could have. What a hassle. Ugh. Apparently, now officials are working to process a refund as quickly as possible after CTV News did run the story. They say she should have her $730 back by the end of the week. Doesn't sound like there's any interest on that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say she's probably just happy to get her cash back. After five months of going back and forth? Ugh. Yeah. Has anybody ever got, like, just shoot us a quick text here, 56789. Like, a ticket in someone else's name on your account? No. Although... I've went to register and they told me out a whole bunch of tickets. I didn't really go through them. <laughs> I'm like, how well, much? Yours. And I'm like, they're five hundred and something. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, fine. And I didn't, I, I didn't question. Okay. I'm like, well, there's a good chance I probably got them. <laughs> this is embarrassing too. It is. It is. I guess so, like, because she was like, well, what's the ticket for? $730. And they're like, oh, trespassing. And she's like, I Well, yeah, that one really stands out. Right? That one really stands out. If they said multiple traffic infractions, maybe she'd be like, well, oh, God, maybe. Kathy on text at 56789 says, guys, I couldn't get my learner's license because the registry had me flagged as surrendering my driver's license because of an epilepsy diagnosis. Oh, my God. I had to go get a doctor's note to prove that they had the wrong person. And then you just show the registry and they're like, mm, okay. I I guess. I'd imagine there's maybe some more like people with common names. Is there any like John Smith's running around? Mm. Like, because if you have the same name as someone, which happens frequently. Sure, yeah. Like there, there is a decent chance you could share a birthday as well. Yeah. Which I'd imagine then is a gigantic rigmarole. Because this woman's name is Alandra Williams. The man did not have the, her first name, but had the last name Williams. Popular name. Mm-hmm. But that's like it. And the same like, birthday. Did they have the same birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Other, yeah. Otherwise. Oh yeah, okay. and the same birthday. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Man. Yeah, that would suck then. Yeah. Mm. And who knows what else uh, he's been up to? Oh, if God. he's trespassing, probably no good, Ginch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope she didn't plan on heading down to the states anytime soon. Right? <laughs> yeah. Your That's passport a, is flagged. I guess you should. You should look into that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you would have an issue. Yeah, wow. sure. Uh, Kelly, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Hi. Good. Uh, what was up with your registration? Okay, so it wasn't mine. I worked for a company that had, like, a fleet of vehicles. Yeah. And I, I was the person responsible of paying, making sure they all got paid, um, like the registration and stuff sure. like that. And we had a vehicle that came in, and I couldn't register it. So I had to call the registry and ask them, okay, why, what's going on? And they're like, oh, you have a photo radar ticket. And I'm like, 
I don't have any paperwork for that because they would just come to our work. Yeah, sure. And they, they sent me a photo of the license plate and vehicle, and it was like a digit off. Oh. Oh. And it wasn't even our vehicle, and, and funny enough, they were, like, trying to fight me on it. I'm like, it's not even a fleet vehicle. Like, our <laughs> name is, it's a car. It doesn't it's even look a like a fleet vehicle. <laughs> like, this doesn't even have our company logo on it. What are you doing? Yeah, and the plate doesn't even match. Right? They were just, like, very, I don't know, maybe she was having a bad day, but. Oh. It was, like, a $400 ticket. A photo radar ticket. Yeah. I'm like, what were you doing? Right? Yeah, how quick are you going? Wow. Because I recently just yeah. got one on Baseline, and I was, like, 12 over, and that one's $116. So how fast were they going? <laughs> yeah. Right? Wow. Oh, man. They wouldn't tell me the speed, but they just said it was a $400 ticket. Yeah. Oh, but man. They, thankfully, they corrected it, and I could go on with my day, but that was, like... They're pretty finicky. They're like, their cameras don't make mistakes. I'm like, well. <laughs> it did this time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. You're welcome. Okay. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. And just what a pain, because now you've oh. got to argue with them. Like, this isn't a part of our fleet. If I worked at the registry, I'd be like, what's, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll just get rid of it. But here's the thing. Oh, I don't think they can. They oh. can't. So Val texted in. She says, hey, guys, I work at the registry. I'm a yeah. registry agent. And most people say that the tickets aren't theirs, and they are. <laughs> well. <laughs> Honestly, there's nothing we can do about your ticket. Our computers are locked until it's paid. I don't need the backstory as to why you didn't deserve the ticket or why it's not your ticket or why it's not your fault. I'm not trying to be mean. I really can't. Can't do anything about it. My hands are tied. Mm. You ever been behind someone at the registry who has some Who's surprise trying tickets? to plead their case? Yeah. Oh yeah. And is now unloading on that person. <laughs> yeah. Because it's already yes. It's regardless of uh, uh, whether you have tickets or not. It's never a great day at the registry. No. There's always a line. Yeah, yeah. You never brought the right forms. And especially when that person in front of you is unloading on the uh, the person at the the desk there. Well, sure. I'm like, well, yeah. now you're ruining my chances to plead my case. Yeah. <laughs> How about that guy, hey? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I have some issues here. So I didn't do any of these tickets. <laughs> How does it work down at the bowels of the justice of, like, the courthouse? Is this all automated, or is someone manually entering in um, uh, that uh, Crash got a $400 ticket? Or is it all just done? I'm going to say the computer just does it. So the computer's blowing it? I guess so, yeah. The computer's not reading, like, in that situation, didn't read the plate properly. Like, I'm sure the photo radar ones are. But when you get like a, a ticket for trespassing, well, yeah, the officer, one, when the officer's like writing a ticket, yeah. does then someone have to go and manually enter that in? I'm guessing. Probably, yeah. That's how it shows up. Although cops are like typing it in now, so I guess you can just oh, like mess that up. Oh, that's a good up. point. Because anytime I got a speeding ticket being pulled over, like they give me a print off. I'm like, where's the handwritten ticket, buddy? Yeah. It's all it's all printed now. I yeah. lost the art of it. I know. Well, we have. Yeah. I'm not, not cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to fight my case because you spelled my name wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> that looks like a D to me, <laughs> your honor. Do you, know, do you know how many times my dad did that? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. If they get a date wrong. Because the handwriting got, was off. Yeah, Address of yeah. uh, where you were pulled over wrong, anything. Tammy in Spruce Grove says, Good morning, guys. The same thing happened to me. I went to pay the registration for my quads, and the lady at the registration said, You got a ticket that you got to pay. I said, What ticket? She's like, Oh, it was in Calgary on your motorcycle. I said, I don't own a motorcycle. I don't live in Calgary. <laughs> I had to go to the court building office oh. to deal with it. Found out the guy had the same birthday as me, and the ticket was accidentally put under my name oh. with the same birth date. But, like, what a pain in the ass, because now you're down at the courthouse. Yeah. Ugh. 
And they're only open during business hours. Yeah. So you got to take time off. Uh-huh. You got to go down, run down there on your lunch break. Uh. Hang with a bunch of criminals. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of guilty people. <laughs> uh, Mariah, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Excellent. So you guys remind me. Sorry, you guys reminded me of uh, when I went and paid my registration. Oh, okay. how bad was it? Or did you fight with them? <laughs> I I didn't have anything, but the lady in front of me had $3,500 in photo readers. Whoa! Whoa! Did she try to lie, deny, and act surprised? Oh, she was absolutely pissed because uh, her and her husband apparently share the vehicle. <laughs> and all the tickets were in a, in a weird side of town. Oh, oh, inter- he where he typically because sh- he shouldn't be in that part he of town be in that part of town. He's like, my husband's <laughs> ex lives there. I caught the tail end of it, but she was crying. Oh. She was screaming. Wow. Oh. And, and the cops were called oh to like, get her out of the registry. <laughs> well, yeah, I think she um, I mean, had a little revelation that day. Yeah, but have it. Tactfully, <laughs> one would think. One would think. I remember. I'll never forget the thirty-five wow. right? dollar lady. And like, it's yeah. a pain in the ass being in line there, but that's worth the wait. Wow! To yeah. see that go down, I would. Oh yeah, that's great. That's a great day, right? Yeah. Oh I, boy. I, I still have to go back. The lady messed up my driver's oh. license. Oh, God. It's, one, it's one number off. No, and I was in a rush, so I still have to go back. Oh. Get it all fixed up. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe you'll have another wild experience. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I just won't, I won't go to that registry. I'm kind of like scared of it now. Oh, yeah. the last time I was by it, there there was also a similar kind of thing. I was like, I I, I don't know if I should bring popcorn or not. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It sounds like an action packed registry. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Mariah. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Remember earlier when we were talking about self-regulation as adults and like being able to control ourselves? Well, you're hit with a $3,500 shock and then, then your the marriage location. is over. Yeah. Excuse yourself from the building. I don't think so. Go I think you let, for let everyone know. <laughs> if you work at the registrar's office, like, are you like, you know how uh, doctors, nurses, medical professionals, officers will be trained like with like, uh, like almost trauma counseling, mm. how to break news to people? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are they given that same sort of? Hell no. They should. They should have that training. They should. But hell no. When they when they type in your license information and a thirty five hundred dollar fee pops up on their screen, cool. they know that's gonna. It's gonna be a problem. It's not gonna go over well. Yeah. <laughs> Do they not. lightly be like so? Uh, we have some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, downtown Timbit, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good, hey, good. good. Uh, what happened with your sister? Um, it was my sister, my brother, and my brother-in-law. Um, my brother-in-law has a personalized license plate. They live in Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they had all these tickets, and they're like, these aren't our tickets. <laughs> Going back and forth, back and forth. Finally, they got one where they had a picture of the... Yeah. This is the, what you did. And they're like, that's not our car. It's the wrong color, the wrong make, everything, going back and forth with the person. Oh. And finally, the the, 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 the person on the um, register or whatever yeah. looked up their information on the computer and go, wait, yeah, this isn't what is registered to that license plate. And then they took a, a, a closer look, and what they figured out is that somebody had got the same personalized license plate, but they had added the number one behind it, then shifted the license plate over so that the number one was basically hidden. Oh, damn! Sneaky. Yeah, so oh. Basically, they knew they were going to be getting all these tickets, and they're like, well, then 
to get to have it sent to yeah, somebody else. Because that the person, ones, yeah, that person never received one ticket, but your uh, brother-in-law right. and sister got all the tickets. Exactly. So Once that out, yeah. But they did. That she did tell me that she found out that yeah, they went after him. Like they're like, wait a minute, and they so they did. The guy who originally did it, he got busted for it. But I bet. That, <laughs> Do you know how much uh, dollar value the tickets were? Oh, they were they were enough to set my sister off. I don't I don't remember. And arguing but so yeah, I do I don't know the dollar value, I'm sorry, but yeah. yeah well it's just, a shocking amount, clearly. All right, okay. Well, Thanks exactly for because sure. the guy premeditated it was pre- like this guy got, well, he knew, knew what was yeah. gonna happen. Oh, He's 100%. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. All right, okay. Thanks so much for sharing that. Thanks, Tim Bit. Hey. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's a lot. <laughs> what a move. Trucker Lynn at 56789 says, my girlfriend went to the registry, had $3,000 in tickets. Oh. Instead of saying the number out loud, the clerk wrote the number down on a piece of paper and slid it across the countertop like some sort of bank robbery. It's a reverse <laughs> robbery. <laughs> Almost like a negotiation. Oh, well, no. We can get you registered today, but... Here's what it's going to run the number. <laughs> That's almost a softer oh blow, right? Gosh. I guess. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Donna, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, your pops, he ended up getting a bunch of random uh, tickets, right? Yeah, he was getting a ton of uh, tickets, photo radar tickets. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a similar looking car. So at first he didn't really notice it. But then he was like, oh, well, I wasn't even there. And then there was several from Calgary and he was never in Calgary. Huh. And uh, it w- ended up, his license plate was Vegas 1. And this guy's plate was Vagasi. Vagasi. <laughs> oh no. Oh, was and were these like photo radar? Yeah. And so the photo radar was messing up the one with an eye. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. And it was like it was a similar make and model. Yeah. Of car too. So and a quick glance, you're like, oh yeah. Well, there, there's my vehicle. Vegas one. Yeah. 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 Oh. Exactly. Because I mean, my dad, he got tickets too. <laughs> oh well, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. But. Very random, and these were like regular, yeah. you know, almost weekly. Was so. he able to get them all off his account? Yeah, he had to go to the courthouse oh. and he had to get it all figured out. And then once in a while, he'd still get a ticket sent to him, and he'd uh, have to. And then go down. Look, oh, what a drag! What a drag. He's like, "What is? Yeah. Why is it so hard? I'm Vegas one, not Vagasi." <laughs> 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 All right, okay, thanks, Donna. Thanks. Have a good one. You, yeah, too. you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, man. What a drag. So is someone manually entering this information? Because a computer should know the difference, right? Computers clearly aren't smart enough. That photo radar didn't. Yeah. Uh, if it was seeing Vagasi as Vegas one. Right? I doubt with photo radar anyone is even looking at that. That's just boom, it's issued. Yeah, it's in. Oh, let's get that money. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I recently got one on Baseline Road. Um, I will say, Strathcona County, you use good paper. Yeah. Oh, quality. Good quality paper That's and nice. a color photo. Ooh, <laughs> my truck looks good on there. Remember when I thought I got one on the Anthony Hyundai last weekend on the North End? Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, it was eight in the morning on a Saturday and there was nobody on the road. Yeah. So I put it to the boards. Nice. Um, no ticket. Mm. I can't believe you didn't get a ticket. I can't I believe I didn't get it. I've been waiting for it to come in the mail and it has uh, not arrived. I've given Baseline Roads so much money. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I slowed down enough. You have. You have indeed. Well, speaking of driving, it's hard to find anything that everyone can agree on other than the fact that nobody can agree on anything and that banging your little toe on furniture is terrible. Mm -hmm. But in a new series of polls, it sounds like everybody in Canada loves road trips. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love a good road trip. Usually we're heading to the mountains. 40% of people in Canada said that they, quote, love a road trip. 43% of people said that they like them. And less than 10% of the people of the population had a negative opinion. Now, the breakdown is pretty much the same. No matter where you live, man or woman, old or young, liberal, conservative, doesn't matter. We all love road trips. Mm -hmm. Now, digging a little deeper, 59% of people say they prefer taking the scenic route on a road trip rather than the quickest way there. I hate taking the scenic route. Haley hates taking the scenic route. But that's the point of the road trip. Stop at places that you typically never would. No, I'm in that small percentage that hates road trips. Oh. I don't like being in a car for an extended period of time. Really? You want point A to point B fast? If we could teleport places, I would spend so much money So on you're that. not a lover of road trips? No. I don't like being in the car. What about the sweet roadside attractions? Oh! <laughs> Time wasters. Time wasters. Oh my goodness. I love a roadie, uh. but I also like making time. Like, can you do both? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, I, you I, want limit, make, I want to make good time. Limit your roadside attractions, like your... Like maybe only hit two or something. I want to use them for piss breaks. I want to stomp on Google's estimated time of arrival. Yeah. Mm. Like I still want to see that number going down. I still want to drive for nine hours, but I want to be driving where they thought I'd be driving for nine and a half. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to shave off some time. Like I want to see some stuff, but I don't necessarily want to stop. So you're Mm. not going to lollygag at like every, you know, trinket store saloon. Unless that (laughs) was like, because sometimes that is your road trip. Yeah, it is. You plan on making 14 stops on the way to the destination. Uh But sometimes that road trip is just driving. 1,200 kilometers <sighs> straight through. You're yeah. right. 28% of us are cool just using the fastest route possible mm-hmm. and just ending, just like what Haley said, just end it. Mm. Let's get this done. Yep. 50% of people say that they prefer to plan the details of a road trip ahead of time, while 37% of people said, let's do it spontaneously. Oh, that's fun. A spontaneous road trip? Pack the cooler with sandwich meat, some mustard, some bread. Yeah. Just Ugh. get on the road. That Ugh. sounds terrible. <laughs> Just a bunch of loose sandwich meat in there. Uh. <laughs> and then you make your sandwiches on the road, no? Oof. Then they're yes. fresh. No, if we're going to stop, we're getting a meal I didn't have to make. Well, you get, uh. you get, you get snacks for the road trip. I used to, That it gives me anxiety thinking of my childhood. It was just packing a cooler of food. <laughs> Because we wouldn't stop for any treats. Well, my parents were the same way. Maybe that's why. That's probably why I referenced that because that's all we got. Sandwich meat. I love hitting the gas station (laughs) and spending like you know. $1,400 $1,400 on beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best part. It is. Loading up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This text here, 5679 says, I love road trips. We stop and look at everything. In Jasper, we'll stop to look at the goats, elk, bears. I don't care if I've seen them a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I'm always stopping. Yeah. I love a new road trip, too. This like, summer. You've never been. Yeah, this summer we're going down to Waterton. I've never been to Waterton. <gasps> nice. It's supposed to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And I love, like, yeah, different parts of the Rockies. Because typically, most of our road trips... 
center in or around yeah, Jasper Banff. You're either driving through yeah. them or you're driving to a new part of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love new fresh Rockies. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. This text here, five six seven eight nine says, Guys, growing up my dad would always drive the scenic route. He'd slow down and stop at all those history markers, and then he'd stand there and read them for twenty minutes with his arms crossed. That is like, literally oh. my dad. Drove us nuts. It's like I didn't know. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> I took a road trip with my dad a couple weekends ago. Uh-huh. We left from Spruce Grove to Exshaw, which yep. is uh, about a three and a half, four hour trip. Sure. sure. Took us six hours. Oh Why? Why? Six hours. Because he didn't want to take the uh, the highway too. He took the back roads? Yep. Wow. We went through Cremona and Cochrane and all around. Why? Did you, did you stop at like little gas stations oh, yeah, and we stuff? We stopped and had lunch for like an hour. I wanted to die. <laughs> I wanted to die. It's just supposed to be a three and a half hour And drive. I'm like, I'm, we're going to go do things. Like it's not like a fun vacation trip. It's a go yeah. help grandma trip. Uh, yeah. That sounds Business like Pops trip. was delaying oh, this. I was just, I was losing my mind. Yeah, I'm like, just... let's go. <laughs> Why the go back roads? With, because he didn't want to drive or it was so busy with other people oh. he's like I just want a quiet drive so I'm like I want to get there yeah because you were going to clear out a house yeah. that means work so work. your dad didn't want to go work oh, but so I'm he like, delayed I everything I would rather move around it. stuff than sit in a car oh, oh it was horrendous <laughs> Yeah, the back roads? I don't know about the back yeah. roads, but... I bullied him into taking the fast road home. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Record speed. Here's yeah. what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Is your dad like Haley's dad? Ugh, I'm so sorry. Turns a three-hour road trip into a six-hour adventure. Mm. Yeah. Stops at everything. Ugh. Were you just trying to get there and sure enough you have to stop and like have lunch somewhere for an hour and a half when really you could have just picked up some sandwiches and got back in the car? There's a lot of places I would love to stop and look at, take pictures, like mm-hmm. old abandoned buildings. I see them, I drive by, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I would stop here if I was flying solo. Mars would lose her mind. I don't want to pull over. over. I don't want to pull to over. To take pictures of an abandoned building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, do you have someone who literally wants to pull over and take pictures of abandoned buildings? <laughs> like, for so long, I wanted to stop at that abandoned gas station on the QE2. Yeah. But I think it's blown down now. They're building a casino oh, there. I yeah. For so long, yeah. I just love old abandoned buildings. Yeah, you tried to pull over I there. want to pull over there all the time, and Mars would blow her. She would lose her top. Well, that one's not, her like, top. a great leg. Like, I thought she meant, like, abandoned, like, with, like, the old, like, uh, homesteads like the bar oh yeah yeah that too yeah that too not old boarded up graffiti filled gas stations it's cool look at did you say i would lose my top so i take my top (laughs) off Uh she'd blow her top i'd be like look at should have stopped at that gas station (laughs) (laughs) stand in front of the graffiti mars (laughs) part of the problems with delays with our parents were i remember mom used to stop at point of interest yeah, the, uh, the point of interest would have a oh, sign that says disappointed yeah but it wasn't they're not always interesting no you can't just toss that word around willy-nilly and like those, like um, the information centers, like yeah. the yeah. No, you don't want to stop at those. Do we not stop at information centers anymore? My dad used to stop at everyone along the route. I thought we were blowing ours down at the end of uh, at the beginning of town. Here. Do you know how many times I've been to that information center Why? as a kid? What's I don't know. There, I don't know. And who even stops there? My dad. There used to be a campground in there too. There was. You're right. Mm. Oh, are maybe they, that's where they got rid Like, of. is it still open? I don't know. I don't I thought think years so. ago they were leveling that place. Well, you see trucks parked in there, though. What's going on in there? That's a good question. Right? Yeah, what are you doing there? And who goes there? A lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, be- do you walk in and is it just like 
a wall of pamphlets, and they're like, hey, Edmonton has a funicular. Yeah. Edmonton has West the Fringe Ball. Festival. The, yeah. yeah. All the festival men. Like, is that all, is that what's in there? I'm going to email so he find out what the hell's going on. You like, should. That's a waste of money if that's what it is. Uh, uh, this text here, 56789 says, Crash, I stopped at that gas station. There's people living inside there, oh, so it's a good oh, thing you didn't geez. go. <laughs> Make some friends. There's another one when you're uh, leaving the Rockies. Mm. Uh, there's an abandoned gas station. Yeah. Yeah. I want to stop at that one, He's too. down there. Yeah. Nope. Never get to. I can't believe your road trip took six hours to get to Exshaw. I was so mad. <laughs> and I had to, like, not be mad in the car because I don't want to have a fight after a six-hour long car ride. Of course. Yeah. So I just waited until we were going to get home, and then I just tossed him directly under the bus with my mom. I'm like, <laughs> we're not taking the back roads home this time. I think yeah. if I was flying solo, my trip would take so long coming back from, let's say, Banff to here, I'd probably have to catch a hotel in Red Deer. <laughs> <laughs> just saw so much my <laughs> Didn't have time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you see my photo gallery. Just loaded. <laughs> All right. When you're road tripping, do you have somebody, or maybe when you were growing up when you were a kid, was it's it's always dad. It's really, it's rarely ever mom. Mm. I remember as a kid going on a family road trip, uh, we were by Lake Louise. Uh, for whatever reason, we pulled off the road and went to, uh, it was an abandoned gondola ride somewhere in the bush. Oh, my God. And I just remember it, it, it was all rusted and, like, broken apart and, like, chain fencing around it. And there's a picnic table there, and that's where we ate lunch. And we stood there and looked up the mountain and saw this old rickety Why the hell did you stop there? And no one was around. Why the hell would you stop there? I don't know why we stopped there. It was free. Point of interest. Point of interest, yeah. And then a bear came out of the bush <laughs> and we ran away. <laughs> we got back in the car quickly. Point of interest. Yeah. This text here, 5679, says the information centers are on old Google. You had to go there to get Google Maps, and my dad would stop at every damn one of them. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Has anyone confirmed what's in ours? Uh, people are saying that it's police. Well, no, police always sit there to do radar. Cowards. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> Show yourself. Yeah, they're hiding behind the puns. <laughs> all right. All of the, inf- uh, the the points of interest on your road trip. Uh-huh. Where did you guys stop when you were road tripping? Maybe you were a kid. Maybe you do it now. Maybe every time you just stop and you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to stop and read this plaque by this mountain. You know, every time you stop, it's going to be 30, 30, 30 to 45 minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. All right. If you guys have somebody in your life that makes a road trip that should be three hours, six, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us, we're talking about this poll, and it sounds like everybody in Canada really digs road trips. Mm. 83% of people have a positive opinion of them. Less than 10% of people have a negative opinion of them. And it's pretty similar across all demographics. We love a good road trip. Some people, though, love it more than others. Case in point, Haley's dad, who took six hours to get to Exshaw. (laughs) When it should have been about three and a half. Oh my God, it was so long. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit still that long. No, it, that's a long time to sit. Yeah, I it can, is. I can do max like four hours of sitting still in one spot. Yeah. Someone uh, texted uh, for you, Haley, and said, uh, coming from an older person, maybe your dad just wanted to spend some quality Aww. time with we you. We were spending the whole weekend together. <laughs> but this was just you and him. Can we do it not in the car? Yeah, he wanted no, one, one, one time, maybe. They had another passenger. There was three of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it oh. wasn't just me. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. He no, was just, it, was, it was chaos. He just didn't want to work. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to get to work at Grandma's. He was delaying it, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we want to know who dragged out your road trip. How long did it take to go a short distance? Yeah. Uh, Shandy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, how's your mom with road trips? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Um, so 
she lives in South Calgary, and so to come visit me, she will stop in Airdrie, Red Deer, and Leduc. <laughs> Why? I don't know. She says, like, you know, to go to the bathroom or something, but, like, I she, it, she stops all the time. Like, every hour she has to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So You're she's like, just, why? Why are we doing this? So how long does it take her to drive to Edmonton? It should be about three and a half, four, maybe? I don't know. Probably half a day. Like, it's, it's a process. <laughs> it's a process. It's pretty Whenever funny. Whenever I drive down, she's like, how did you get here so fast? I'm like, I stopped once for gas in Nisku at the Costco, and then I headed straight here. Yeah, you're like, I grabbed a coffee, and yeah. that's it. And that's all I did. I don't need to do a million stops. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. Oh, I love it. Okay, thanks, Shandy. Thanks, Shandy. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. I mean, yeah, maybe she's stopping for coffee, food. Bathrooms. Is it got friends like along the way? Friends? No, you don't need to meet friends on the way. Call oh. them, FaceTime them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, hello. Hello. Hey, uh, so you ended up doing a road trip with your in laws. Um, did they delay everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. Like, so they're from Ontario, uh, mm. Windsor, and uh, they've never seen the mountains in Jasper before. Oh. So we decided to take them to Jasper. And Oh my gosh, my father-in-law, it was just crazy. Like, he was just like in my, I was in the back seat with my mother-in-law and my kid. And he was driving, actually, my father-in-law, my husband let him drive. And it's like every five seconds, honey, honey, look at this, And it's like the same thing forever. It's just mountains and goats. And he's like, honey, honey. And then we decided we were going to go up to Marmot, like up the mountain, up to like Marmot Basin. Yeah. And he was driving. Well, he comes up and we're on a, like a hill. And he's like, oh, I got to go take pictures of the lookout. Well, he stops the truck, doesn't put it in park, jumps out. <gasps> to take pictures nobody noticed and I'm sitting in the back I'm like uh I'm like dear the, the truck's not in park <laughs> he's like oh my god he's like yeah get back in here put the truck in he's park. so excited for the views <laughs> oh it was so crazy I was like can we just get to like our destination please <laughs> yeah you're, yeah you're like I've seen these mountains a thousand times I'm fine <laughs> oh yeah 100 I was like it's great sharing this moment with you guys but I'm like oh I'm, I'm so over it <laughs> yeah, just get in the truck <laughs> I love it okay thanks Kelly yeah. thanks Kelly <laughs> thanks have a good Day, guys. You too. We just take the mountains for granted. Well, I guess she's right? right though. It's mountains and goats. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another big rock, <laughs> and they've never seen anything like it in their life. No. They're like, oh my god! You're like, burn, burn. <laughs> trying to get the hell out of there, <laughs> covering the windows so no one's looking. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh, another one, uh, Denise. Hello. <laughs> Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, You uh, did a lot of uh, road trips. Were you the one slowing everything down or was it someone else? It was my mom. Um, We lived in Alberta and all of our extended family lived in Manitoba. Yeah. Um, So that's like a two hour, two, or uh, sorry, a two day drive when you're like really hauling it, right? Sure. It's a long drive. My mom, we camped. So my mom would like pack a special cooler. Yeah. And we would take scenic routes through the countries, and we would have lunch at old uh, and snacks at old country graveyards. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a perfect picnic spot, dear. <laughs> Another graveyard. Yeah. Let's pull over. 
Yeah, um, my mom was a big history buff, so she liked oh. going to places yep. and looking at the gravestones and seeing, oh, look, this child died around tuberculosis. Oh, and my God. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people think it's really weird, but to me, it was, like, normal. Well, yeah, you're like, yeah. all right, it's another graveyard. We're stopping. How, yeah. at each graveyard, how long were you spending? Like, uh, you had your lunch, oh. and then she would look at every tombstone. Um, well, she would, like, be munching on her, like, you know, Katie Grahams and, like, and w- looking at the at the gravestones. And, and me and my sister would just, like, follow her around. Yeah, yeah. And she would just, like, tell us all about history. So it depended on the size of the graveyard, I guess. Uh, yeah. I if know it's a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Saw a lot of cool old tombstones. Took you a week to get there. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. By the time you get there, you got to turn around turn and head home. <laughs> Pretty much. And stop at more graveyards on the way back. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Make time for the ones you missed. Yeah. That's great. All right, thanks, Denise. Thanks, Denise. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. If you didn't, I guess, like, if you weren't bothered by the uh, macabre, if, like, great graveyards didn't creep you out, that is, like, a nice spot. They're usually. A lot it's of green busy. area. Quiet. They're off the side of the road a bit. Yeah. yeah. Quiet. Yeah. Dead quiet. Yeah. Well, dead. Yeah. And if yeah. you're lucky, there's a fresh one. Oh, God. No, don't say that. And there always is signage. <laughs> like, there's always, like, you know, you know where the graveyard's. Yeah. yeah. Little signs on the road. Yeah. Would it be rude to, like, stop and have, like, a family picnic while some widow's. Like, it's happening? Grieving her. Maybe. Husband. But I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm in the car for hours, right? Yeah, and we plan to picnic at the cemetery. We sort of planned the trip around it. <laughs> Sorry. This text here from Suzanne on the north side. She says, "Guys, you're talking about my dad. It took my parents eight hours to drive from Edmonton to Calgary. My mom called and said they just popped off the side of the road in Hinton, and they'd be at my place in an hour. I had to break it to her that she should get dinner before everything closed. They literally drive back country roads for hours. When I'm like, what did you guys do? They show me photos. They pulled over to take pictures of, quote, interesting clouds. Uh, I've never seen clouds like this before. Cows, horses. Even one time they found a random buffalo giving birth and watched it for an hour. Well, you got to watch that. That's incredible. (laughs) When was the last time you saw a buffalo give birth? Keep going. No, you, st- the you stop for that. You respect Mother Nature. Yes, respect the privacy yeah. of no. the cow giving birth. I want to see how it's done. You can YouTube it. Mm, yeah, it's not the same on YouTube, Haley. Mm, is it? It's basically the same. You don't mm. want to. You don't want to get involved. I want to hear it with my oh, own ears. No, you don't, <laughs> you weirdo. Why? Wetter than I think. I oh, keep going. Wet. If you guys want to listen to the podcast later, listen to the beginning of our show. <laughs> Give the poor animals some damn privacy. <laughs> uh, Catherine, hello. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Uh, you went on a road trip with your boyfriend. Um, who's the one that was lollygagging? Oh my god, it's him. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> what did he get up to? He picked me up in Stony Plain about 6 o'clock in the morning, and I figured, oh, we'll be into Jasper by noon, have a nice lunch. Yeah? Yeah. It took us eight and a half hours to get to Jasper. Eight and a half hours? Why? The man stops to pee on every fire hydrant that looks interesting. (laughs) Oh, my God. Does he have a small bladder or something? What's going on? No, it's... Just he he likes to get off road and look at interesting things and stop here and stop there, and there is no direct line to anything. 
But you know what? Life's an adventure because you never know what the heck you're going to see. What was the most I interesting guess. thing on that eight-hour trip that you're like, you know what? If we hadn't stopped, I would have missed this. Was there anything? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> I love your silver lining. Okay. Life's an okay. adventure. <laughs> but no. Usually but not really. It never is. But you know what? We Sometimes we see some cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. There, you go. there you go. All right. Okay. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I think I think the first time you make a trip somewhere, yeah, you can sort of uh, uh, check things out here and there, uh-huh. get the lay of the land. But once you've made that drive previously, now it's a straight shot. You get you've seen what there is to see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But what if you have that one extra person in the car that hasn't experienced it? You got to do it all over again. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> This text here says my aunt drove from Edmonton to Saskatoon. Normally, five hours. Mm -hmm. Took her nine and a half. We still joke that she got abducted by aliens. She said, oh, I was going the speed limit and I only stopped in Lloydminster for gas. I have absolutely no idea where the time went for her. There's no way she only stopped once. (laughs) Did you go in the ditch and fall asleep? (laughs) So, like, I get, like, driving to Banff or Jasper and being, like, awestruck and having to soak in the beauty. Yeah. Yeah. But to Saskatoon? I know. Oh, look, more wheat. Hay bales. <laughs> More canola. <laughs> there Incredible. Is nothing. Wow. Um, Paul, how you doing? Good, good. Excellent. How are you with uh, road trips? You dragging them out or what? Oh, my God. Well, growing up in Thompson, Manitoba, we would drive to Winnipeg, and there'd be six of us in my dad's 66 Ford Galaxy. That's such a long drive. And <laughs> Oh, right? 740-odd kilometers Woo! of nothing but small spruce trees yeah tiny Um, tundra (laughs) but like mom would pack a lunch and we would drive through a town like the palm manitoba you could smell the kfc at least a mile out of town (laughs) and and no we would pull over after town and mom would take out the cooler and there would be just sausage and bread like no mustard no nothing just here's a chunk of sausage in the bread and Shut up and don't fight for the next, oh, you know, six no. hours. After you just smelled the most amazing chicken. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, yourself coming from Manitoba. Yeah. Um, we would get to Winnipeg, and we just want to drive through the city, but Dad would always take the ring road, so there's nothing to see. Like, now the ring road in Winnipeg, there's stuff on both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. but you wanted to make your way down Portage Ave and see the bright city lights. <laughs> I want to see, yeah, coming from Thompson, yes. you want to see something. Like I know. Yeah, I want to see a building. Cool. I, always, I always wanted <laughs> yeah. to go down Portage Ave and see the advanced uh, stereo electronics building that was all like neon lights. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Or um, what's that place that's got all the car, uh, all the car dealerships? Oh, uh, the, yeah, at the, uh, at the end of the... Um, uh, off, off Pemina Highway there, I think. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, it would be cool to see all these cars because, you know, back home we had two or three dealerships. That was it. Yeah, right? And it was like a big auto mall. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Well, yeah, and they don't. Go to the big city. Yeah. <laughs> but he'd take that ring road. Yeah. Damn you. You'd miss it all. Ruin that road trip. At least give us something. <laughs> give us something. <laughs> oh, exactly. No AC, nothing. Oh, <laughs> Drag. Six of us in the car sweating. Yeah, what oh, a drag. All right, okay, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> All right, you guys have a great day. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
So like Crash was just mentioning, um, with the smoke that was predicted to have come in early today, it looks like that heaviness of it hasn't quite hit us just yet. But with wildfires scorching hundreds of thousands of hectares between British Columbia and Alberta and Saskatchewan, so Western Canada, they have sent massive plumes of smoke into the air. And now people are saying it can be seen from space. NASA shared a photo taken by a satellite that showed smoke from fires sweeping over southern Canada. Smoke from the fires, obviously, poor air quality and reduced visibility. Um, And it looks like, I believe even yesterday, we had worse air quality. Oh, yeah. What was it then? uh, L.A., Los Angeles. And I think Mumbai. And Mumbai. Uh They had much better air quality than we did in Edmonton yesterday. And those are heavily polluted cities. Yeah. Very much so. What's our air quality right now? I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think we're okay. I don't think we're 10 plus. No, yesterday we were. No, look at that. We're sitting at a three. Nice. Yeah, it felt better later in the evening as it went on. Oh, yeah, big time. I agree. We were Mm. actually able to take the dogs outside. Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, a beautiful (laughs) semi-smoke-free evening. Yeah. Mm. Now, to our friends in Calgary, um, of course, their photos went viral the other day because of their air quality, and it looked like an apocalypse. We didn't get that. Where are they at right now? Let's see here. Because yesterday, there was still heavy haze. Ooh, sucks to be Calgary. They're sitting at a nine. Oh, Oh, for our Calgary listeners, we feel for you. High risk. High risk. Stay inside. Stay inside. Yucks. Oh, that sucks. Does the particulate not always come like with the haze? Do you know what I mean? Because mm. Calgary, I was just looking at like a, a webcam. Yeah. It looks like this. Yeah. Oh, really? But the air but quality. But the air quality. Uh-huh. Or maybe just the way that webcam's pointed. Maybe. Because even like yesterday, remember we were 10 plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were. Like, and we had like a faint haze. It looked like this. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you can only see in the distance like a little bit of a faint haze. Yeah. And that was, yeah, 10 plus. That's wild. Maybe you're right. You don't see the particles sometimes. Maybe, yeah. Mm. It's not visible to the eye. My particulate matter just went off a little bit yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was watching it. So we have a lot of air quality sensors around the house, Mm -hmm. mostly ever since of my severe asthma and my two trips to emergency because of the air. So I'm monitoring the air, making sure it's pretty clean air. Yeah. Good call. Better safe. But Crash has become obsessed with this. So let me, uh, maybe... I'll just tell you what we've got in our house. So we have um, air quality control devices everywhere. Right. We also have radon detectors. Crash is really radon. big on. That's a big thing. Give it a Google, guys. Silent. You got to be worried about radon Silent in Canada. Killer. It is. Do you have a radon detector in your house, Ginge? I'm not terrified of the crash. But yeah, I respect radon still. <laughs> Do you want to borrow it? Run it for a week? See <laughs> what you case. got? Yeah, we got one here at the radio station. Because I mentioned no. it with the sinking floor. I'm like, um, radon's coming up through the ground, guys. Crash called a meeting with management <laughs> and, and yeah. whipped everybody into a frenzy. <laughs> whipped them. You should have uh, seen it. I think General Manager Wall got a little concerned. <laughs> he did. Like, they yeah, all did. His office is sinking the most. Yo, that's true. Yes. He is sinking. He's like, can we get a radon detector in here? No, I walked by the meeting and I'm like, um, hey, all like morning show meetings should include Marzi. And then I realized that they were talking about radon. I'm like, I'm out. So I turned around and walked away mm. as Crash was whipping everybody into a frenzy over radon and the floor oh. sinking and our general manager's office. He's got a gap in his floor as well. Crash was telling them that radon's coming in. Like you guys got to be worried about it. It comes from the earth. Yeah, big time. I put a picture up there about how radon gets into the house. Mm-hmm. Where does radon come from? The ground. It's the it's the breakdown <laughs> of the but like the ground makes it. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's the, the it's breakdown gas. of yeah, like oh, yeah. okay. And it's just trapped. Gotcha. And Canada is just riddled with it. Yeah, ah, it's gotcha. a breakdown of the uranium in the soil and rock. Oh, mm. cool! I didn't know that. And yeah, any little gaps, like if in your basements and stuff, like it can just like suck into your house. Oh, mm. that's not good. Yeah. Oh, watch out for that. 
Uh, B in St. Albert says, our new house, brand new house, radon elimination system. It's code now. Oh. Oh, in new homes? Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Crash is being whipped into a <laughs> Well, well, no, I, I'll look at that. I'll, I'll, get, uh, I'll get that installed at the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? A radon elimination? Oh, can you hear? Can you hear the... the oh, there he's, Radon he's, elimination. He's system. getting whipped into a frenzy. Does anyone want to partner with me in town? We'll get her done. You I, guys, don't whip crash into no, a frenzy. No, let's do this. I'm a little disappointed you weren't up on this already. Me too. Well, as I thought the, I... As the resident radon boy. Because my radon numbers are not as low as I would like them to be at the cabin. <laughs> I don't know. Like if I'm you're... running about like 85. Oh, I heard about this last night. Like 75 like to 85. Minutes. Sometimes it like spikes. I'm like 160. I'm like Mars, get out of the house. Yeah, I'm like what? And then I run outside and I'm like the pollution. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're fit to wear that radon sheriff badge you made yourself. <laughs> if you didn't even know about the elimination system. Oh no. Damn it. <gasps> oh look at all the everybody's saying that their husbands are obsessed with this. Yeah, I bought. Um, it's called Air Things on Amazon. Air Things. Air Things. It's a little the detector, and you just set it up in your house, and uh-huh. it'll give you averages and stuff. Get her done. Oh, yeah, look at these. Oh, there's some other fans and stuff. Radon Away. <gasps> oh, Mars, we're doing some modifications. All right, well, just you let me know when you're working Cancel on- my meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Radon prevention. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't realize the uh, how common the severity it was. of it. <laughs> anywhere oh, in now Canada, here goes ginger in a frenzy. Anywhere in Canada can have dangerous radon levels. Yeah. However, the prairie provinces yeah. have the highest average. Yeah. Yeah. We're most susceptible. We are. This is why you got to look. You got to look for it, guys. Protect yourselves. Just put a little map how radon can enter your house through the sump, through your well water, through the shower, Uh, anywhere, windows, cracks in your foundation. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens? Okay, what happens if exposed to too much radon? Well, it's cancer. I guess the most painful death you can get. It's lung cancer. But is it like how much radon? Like how much of it? Well, I think if you're just constantly exposed to high levels of radon, it's it's in you and it's going to wreck you. (gasps) Oh damn it! It doesn't doesn't take much. You want to guess how many deaths radon's responsible for? How many? Hundreds. Is it a lot? Uh, Thousands? Millions? (laughs) Twenty-one thousand. Because of exposure to radon over the years. Yeah, it's cancer-causing. About uh, 20,000 of those were previously smokers. But still, but still, radon was detected. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, geez. It's just good to know. It is. Oh, people, can you please link your detector? Everybody, or say what it is again. Everybody's asking for your radon detector. You've whipped everybody into a frenzy. Well, I should be getting a little kickback on this. Well, Hold on. Let me set up a store and I'll, 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 I'll give you a link after. Yeah, <laughs> set up your Amazon store then. Uh, it's called Air Things. Yeah. So yesterday, Crash ran around the house looking at the air quality in the house. Sure. The radon detector to see what the radon was like. Uh-huh. Then he, the wind was gusting, so he was concerned about the wind speed and the direction of it. Right. So when we got home from work yesterday, Crash literally ran around the house. He calls it his property checks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's checking all of his surveillance and then of course all of his um and then of course he walks around and looks at stuff. Like like bushes. Who doesn't do property checks? You gotta do them. Then like property lines and stuff. Uh oh. Oh what now? The heavy hitters are in on radon. What? Mike Holmes. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah. Home's on radon. There he is. <laughs> That's the radon elimination That's system? That's the elimination system. It looks like uh, what he did here was drilled a hole in the uh, basement slab and then put it into the ground. Uh, maybe there's something underneath the slab, but he's pulling gases from underneath the slab and venting them out. <sighs> you got to do that. You just set it loose into the wild? Yeah, put it in the air. Looks like he's got some sort of filter on there first? Are they cleaning out well, the radon? Well, that's Ginge. That one is the radon away inlet outlet eliminator. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it looks like the uh, inlet outlet eliminator. Good <laughs> <laughs> God. I love uh, Crash, the pitcher crashed it up in the app. It's just Mike Holmes pointing. <laughs> a, a knowing point, like, mm, yes. Yeah, radon. <laughs> this text here says, I didn't know anything about radon, and now I'm max concerned. Yeah, because yeah. Crash whipped you into a frenzy. Well, you should be concerned. Read the articles on it. Why aren't they telling us about radon? Yeah, I had no idea about it's it. It's right on the, the uh, Canadian government website. Who goes there? <laughs> Well, <laughs> it is a shoddy website. Crash does all the time. I am there once a week. You know what, though? He wasn't this concerned about anything until I was hospitalized twice with my lung disease. Yeah. Then he was like, he got into it. You got into it big time. Yeah. I feel like you should be into it. Yeah, I She's mean. too willy-nilly about I'm willy-nilly. This. I'm pretty willy-nilly. Right? You're, you're way too willy-nilly on this. I am. With, like, particulate matter. Oh, I hear about particulate VOCs, matter. Oh, I hear about VOCs and radon all the time. My God. I just take a you hit. Gotta be concerned. I take a hit. I, no, I take a hit from my puffer. I just take the drugs mm-hmm. from my Simbacort. It's all good, man. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Have you priced out a radon elimination system? Good God! Uh, you know what? The uh, one that I was uh, just talking about there—the radon away inlet outlet diameter four point five inches, uh, two eighty six. And then you got to do all the ducting and stuff yourself. Drill a hole in your slab. That's on you. Oh, that's pretty reasonable. Uh, do you want to do one at your place? Not really. This text here, 5679 says, Crash, concerned about radon, but wired grill brushes, no fear. <laughs> <laughs> that's from yesterday. I don't know if they're killing 21,000 people a year. <laughs> uh, here, let's take Scott. Uh, oh, Scott's, God. Scott's stuff. No, uh, Scott's probably more on your side, Mars. Okay. Hi, uh, Scott. Scott, what's up? Well, I used to work for a home builder for a long time. Yeah. Um, they brought in the radon mitigation code because we adopted the national building code. Radon is a bigger issue in Ontario where there's a lot of bedrock and shale, so it can seep out. Everything in Alberta is mostly clay capped and it can't get through. But because we adopted the national building code, that's why it's in there. It's right. not required here. Thanks, Scott. That's old no build. You said you were an old, a builder years ago, right? Well, I quit last year, but I was with oh. for twelve years. Yeah, he knows oh. his stuff. Scott knows what he's talking about. Okay, so you're not you're not really for it. <laughs> no, well, I used to do the lead certification program in St. Albert, where we'd actually do the radon mitigation with the uh, power vent and stuff, and there's yeah. a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I found radon away in the vent on Amazon. I call himself a lot of stuff. That's why he's rich. Yeah, yeah, point, right. Scott. All right, okay, thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. I mean, I hope Scott's correct, because right now he sounds like a bit of a radon truther, especially <laughs> according to this <laughs> University of Calgary study. Thank you. Oh, I read that one. Yeah. I think I actually sent Mars that one. I was on the toilet. Yeah, I'm like, he did. Mars, read your WhatsApp. <laughs> so I pick it up and I'm thinking, oh, like maybe it was an email from work or something. Sure. It's a freaking radon article. I'm like, I don't care. One in six homes in rural Alberta have dangerous levels of radon gas. Oh. Alberta would be top five <laughs> population-wise in the world uh-huh. for exposure to radon. Yeah, I'm getting you, buddy. I had no idea. Yeah. I just, like, brush this off like, you know, most things you tell me. 
No, but now you're concerned. You know what's going to happen this afternoon? You're going to grab a quick snooze. You're going to wake up. First thing you think of, am I breathing in radon? If I wake up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right. (laughs) Stop whipping everybody into a frenzy. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Jim just chewing his fingers. He is. Well, we got to bungle him in the basement all the time. Oh, Ginge. Haley, your basement, too, you should be concerned. I don't go down there very often. Yeah, but it's in your ventilation. It's going through the, the house. If it's going to get me, it's going to get me. Oh. I'm not, I'm not going to You can't live it. your life like that. Uh, Our province is literally on fire. I'm not worried about the radon. <laughs> well, it's true. true. <laughs> Our province is that, on fire. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you can see the fire. You know where the fire is. Yeah. yeah. You can't this see the invisible. radon. This yeah. is an invisible death. A whole I can't night. see it. It doesn't exist. A home tested south of Calgary yep. yeah. came in at 72 times the radon level that is linked to cancer. This is equivalent to 36,000 dental x-rays a year. Ah, oh, that's southern Calgary. It's weird down there. And there's uh, conflicting reports on levels, appropriate levels. Some say like up to 300 is like, at 300 you should be getting someone to check your home. Uh-huh. Some say 200. Mm. And then... Like, uh, my radon uh, detector in the winter at the cabin hit 176 one day, and I Uh-oh. almost lost my... He <laughs> <laughs> did. I heard all about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I grabbed my purse, my winter coat, my car keys, and I said, I'll see you later. Yeah. Like, Mars, we're selling the cabin. No, no, like, I left. Like, I left to go out for the day. <laughs> safe than sorry. So he yeah, could good whip idea. himself yeah, into no, a frenzy. No, you gotta get out of there. I gotta air out the house. This text here at 56789 says, me vaping my vape, worrying about radon. <laughs> <laughs> but just to let you know, I bought the vent. <laughs> like this sounds pretty dangerous. <laughs> oh, so just boy. a little FYI, guys, you might want to check it. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious! <laughs> Some people are coming to Scott's defense too, saying Scotty's right. So yeah, yeah, a lot of the builders, the people who put the radon detectors in, are not finding a lot of radon. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better. Well, if yeah. you guys are looking for something to be afraid about, then l- listen to this headline. There are huge snake pits in Canada where you can visit and watch snakes slither around. Manitoba. Now, if you're looking for a cool spot to visit this summer, maybe you want to go to Crash's old hometown because, yeah, snake pits in rural Manitoba are apparently starting to attract a little bit of a crowd. Narce, are you talking Narcisse? Yeah. Narcisse snake dens are about an hour and a half away from Winnipeg. Four active dens are found around the Narcisse Wildlife Management Area. And according to the Man- Manitoba government, every spring the dens come alive with tens of thousands of red-sided garter snakes as they slither up to the surface from their winter dens. It is really cool because they have like a little boardwalk area that you can walk out on yeah. with oh, railings. Been. What? You've been. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, everyone, every Manitoban has has been at oh, one right point. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you walk out and you look, and then you can see, like, look over the railing, and the ground is just moving with snakes. There are so many snakes. Reminds me of my childhood home. Oh, that's like Narcissa's whole thing. Yeah, that's it's the whole snakes. thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a snake orgy. Look oh, at their, yeah. They've got one of those. You know, Alberta loves our roadside uh, uh, large tourist attractions. We yeah. do. Manitoba has one in Narcisse. This one's at least worth it. It's mating snakes. <laughs> it is. Now, I'll, I mean, this this is how snakes do it. I'm not being weird with this with this language. This is actually what they do. The snakes hold a mating ball where one female is surrounded by 100 males. Oh. With the gathering considered to be the largest assembly of snakes in the world. So me and snakes, like, watch the same type of videos? You sure do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
The dens are connected by a three kilometer long self-guiding interpretive trail and the snakes are best viewed from the observation platforms built next to the dens. It's true. Access to the dens and adjacent buffer zones are prohibited for the safety of the visitors and the well-being of the snakes. But like Ginger was saying, they do have viewing platforms. And like Crash said, you can look over the edge and watch mating snakes and snakes slither around. And like they tangle with each other. They roll around. And they're just moving. Yes. They also say you can handle the snakes. There Mm -hmm. are some uh, park workers there. As long as you're gentle with them. Now, they do warn the snake will try to bite you, but they're not poisonous. Yeah, who cares about those? And they have small teeth. Won't break your skin. Don't worry about it. And you get to hold like the little tiny snakes, too. Like little buddies. Mm -hmm. How many snakes do we know are in the pits? I'm going to say say hundreds of thousands. Well, they say tens of thousands. (laughs) (laughs) Crash is going to say whipping everybody in a frenzy again (laughs) with the snakes. But there's so many snakes. Like, look at all these snakes. Mm. Growing up, we probably had uh, a couple hundred snakes in a pile in the corner of the yard. Cool. We had. um, uh, What? Uh, a part of our driveway was cleared out and all the bush was just pushed into a pile in the corner and that literally turned into a snake den because uh. it was just a mix of like wood and dirt and mud from the bush and every time like this time of year you, snakes would be just like pouring out of there all over the driveway cool and as kids we'd go play on this pile of wood and mud and just snakes are squirting out of there <laughs> what <laughs> so you had your own snake pit we at did. your house yeah, cool yeah. How long does this uh, snake mating uh, GB like? How long does this last for? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, th- I these they snakes. Say, I I think these snakes go out at all summer. They say three, just oh, it's all year. They say the best time to see the snakes and the snake mate ball is in the latter part of April and the first three weeks of May. So probably about a month. And then what? They all just go their separate ways. Baby snakes. Where do they go? In the ground, like in the do, marsh. Do they all live together, or do they, they do they then slither across Manitoba? Well, I, I think all these ones probably just stay within that area, and then birds swoop by, grab them. Well, they should. <laughs> My God, they don't spread out. I thought this was like their home, and then they left for the season. Well, where are they going? Oh, I don't know. You're what a s- snake. Snakes do. I think you just stay in that area. You're the entertainment. <laughs> People want to know if you picked up the snakes ever, and were they your childhood toys? Uh, oh, yeah. I've grabbed tons of snakes. <laughs> we got garters here. <laughs> yeah. Did they not? Yeah, you can pick did them up. Did they abstain? I but would why, never. Why, I wouldn't, don't pick up a snake here. Well, you could pick up you a snake here. Garter. Why like, not? Yeah, like because the slithers at the front of the cabin. Yeah. I could have picked them up. Why would you, you pick were them like, up? <laughs> well, I just don't, I don't want him around. Like, he, he lives at our house, and I get it. That's Mars's radon. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our snake levels are off the charts. <laughs> I just, I don't like how he goes into the dirt. He vibrates his body and then the dirt covers him. It's weird. Mm. But he's a garter snake. Yeah, you can well, grab where's that. Where's our snake pits? Mm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we don't have, well, we don't have enough. Too. I would imagine uh, deep in the bush, in like a marshy area. <sighs> are our snakes coming from these snake pits in Manitoba? Are what they little they, like, hoboing jump? their way across the like, country? Like a trucker took a load of snakes here? Because that's no. how they... Like, all right, in the sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> But that's where the baby snakes are coming from. Uh-huh. These incredible uh, uh, snake fiestas. Yeah. And then, so if we're, not, if we're not having those here, we're not making local baby snakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get it. This text here, 56789, says, Manitoban here. I used to live with a guy whose family would dress up in tight clothing, put rubber boots on, and tape the tops of them to their legs, and then sit on a pile of snakes with gloves. 
They would put them in bags and sell them. They would do this for hour and make big bucks. They would sell bags of snakes? What the hell is going on in Manitoba? Even Ma didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like her... We had our own snake pit. <laughs> what are you doing with the snakes? What are you selling snake? snakes? That's weird. Because what are you going to do with it? You don't even eat them. Unless you do? No, I don't think you do. These snakes are so small. Yeah. Maybe are they used as food for another animal? I don't. Like what do you e- feed us? Eagles sell them as pets. Your pet eagle? I don't know. I don't know what goes on in Manitoba. It's a bizarre well, land. There, I guess there is a chance you're like, feeding your pet eagle. <laughs> is that like currency in Manitoba? <laughs> like I'll trade you five snakes for that car tire. Oh uh-huh. man! Like, can you buy a house with a deposit of snakes? <laughs> That's your down payment. <laughs> It's possible. <laughs> Three bags of garter snakes. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Number one, have you been in or seen a snake pit? Mm. Where were you? Apparently, there's a lot around Alberta, and I did not know this. People are texting in where they've seen snake pits. Oh. If, because uh, in uh, southern Alberta, we got the rattlers. Yeah, mm-hmm. beware. Um, can you get enough rattlers to make a snake pit, or are they uh, like a lone wolf? See rattlesnake snake pits. Like, well, can you, yeah, can you get a whole bunch of rattlers in one area? I don't know. And then it's that's <laughs> terrifying. That's the other thing that I want to know because Southern Alberta is bizarre. They have rattlers. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever been walking through the hoodoos and all of a sudden, like a, a you a, hear that? You hear that rattle? That rattlesnake? Telltale sign. Yeah. Like you, that's it's super dangerous, right? Like Ginge, you spend a lot of time in drum. Oh, Anything? Here's no rattler. I'm always looking out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my hearing's not that great though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is rattlesnake snake pits. Oh my god. I don't know if this is like one family because there's about 15 snakes in this one. That's too many rattlers. Mm. Maybe like Crash, did you play in a snake pit as a kid? Have you ever just picked one up? Like even the garter snakes here, like do you guys pick them up? Yeah, even yeah, out at the cabin, they go across the road, they're slithering in the yard. Why not pick? You can pick them up. Our our neighbor is this like super rough and tough fireman, like works out all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Dwayne. <laughs> Just flat out. <laughs> terrified of snakes. <laughs> Don't like snakes. He is terrified of snakes. If he's then can we because we got snakes out of the lake. And yeah. if he sees a snake, we won't he'll lock himself in the house for four days. He's done. We're like, come out, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day. Oh. Don't tell Dwayne how long snakes actually live for. <laughs> <laughs> Much longer than four days. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I think you would lose your mind though if you're sitting in the backyard and a snake slithered uh, slithered like <gasps> over your hand. If it went over my hand, I'd probably lose my mind. I'm, snakes don't overly bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with some snakes. Mm-hmm. With these snakes? Yeah, with our snakes. A rattler, though, that like that's that's next level. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a rattlesnake. Yeah. I don't. Because will a rattlesnake kill you? Well, I think it could. If you don't get the, you anti- you don't get the yeah, anti-venom? Snake venom. juice. Yeah. Do we have a lot of anti-venom in Alberta? Oh, I don't know what our supplies are at. There's another thing we're going to whip people into a frenzy over. Oh my god, we're out of rattler venom, <laughs> anti-venom serum, <No>. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my god. Maybe you came across a rattlesnake. Maybe you came across a snake pit. Mm. Let's talk snakes. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. What is going on in Drumheller? And it's not the people. I think we found out what killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Scorpions? Yeah, there's scorpions down in Drumheller. Did you guys know there were scorpions in Drumheller? I remember reading an article uh, years ago about that. And they, it's the white ones, right? Yeah, they're almost like a little translucent. white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, We've got gross. northern scorpions. Like, we don't even have a regular scorpion. It's a weird, clear, almost clear yeah. white Ugh. scorpion. They got bull snakes down there? Can they kill? No. 
Like the scorpion? I don't... Like the, the scorpion, scorpion no. No, I think like I'm just reading the same article as Ginge. They have the same venom as a spider. Hmm. Uh, spiders kill thousands a year. So it'd be like a spider bite. What if it's the black widow? Or well, the brown recluse? One up here. Oh. Don't, don't talk about the brown recluse. That whips people into a frenzy, too. Ginge, you should be terrified of the brown recluse. You know I am. It likes, <laughs> it likes dark, damp areas like your basement. Oh, <laughs> We're talking about this because a popular spring attraction, or at least for like the last little bit of May here, if you're looking to do maybe a road trip like we were talking about earlier, is the Narcisse Snake Den, about an hour and a half away from Winnipeg. Crash uh, has been there a number of times. Talks very fondly of it. Uh, if you're uh, if you're a kid in school in Manitoba, you end up doing a, a school trip there. Like great for field trips, right? This is like Manitoba's West Edmonton Mall or Callaway Park. Exactly, snake pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to know about your encounter with snakes here in Alberta. Have you seen a rattlesnake? Mm. Uh, do Do you live near a snake pit? Have you seen one? A lot of people are terrified of them. Yeah. When in really in reality, the garter snake is just harmless. It's just a snake yeah, the living its life. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it, but if you had a fear of snakes, like there's, what did say, tens of thousands of snakes in these snake pits? <laughs> tens of thousands. It is a lot. It's gross. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Lee, how are you doing? Good, yourself. Good, good. Uh, you're kind of terrified of snakes, eh? No, I am okay with snakes. However, I have a paralyzing fear of rattlesnakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> sure. Only rattlesnakes. Have you seen one? Um, no, well, no, only in captivity. Okay. Um, Anyway, so we're originally from New Brunswick. We don't have rattlers. No. And when we moved here, you know, 11, 12 years ago, I took my kids down to Drumheller. Yeah. And so they were they were in the early teens at the time. So I refused to get out of the car until my children searched under the car. You made your kids they- do a rattlesnake check? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's okay. You know, I get it. I, I, I can, because I can always make more of them, right? You know, like, they're disposable. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, and you know how their bathrooms down there, they don't have any doors? They just kind of wind in? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, so I also made the kids go in and check around the toilets for rattlesnakes to make sure before I went in to pee. So, yeah, like I said, they're they're disposable. I can make more. I can't now, but yeah. I could at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and did they ever find a rattle? Rattlesnake? No, no, they didn't. Um, but, like, my fear is so paralyzing that I was in the Grand Canyon, too, one time. Uh-huh. Same and thing. My, friend, my friend was ahead of me, and she said, oh, my God, look at that. And I saw something move out of the corner of my eye. I thought it was a rattlesnake, so I punched her. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then shoved ran. Her, shoved her at the thing and uh, ran away crying. Oh, so, man. Oh. And what was it? It was a gecko. A gecko? I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even remotely close. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Bye. Rattlesnakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sound of them. Mm-hmm. Do you even, uh, when you go down a drum, Ginge, do you even like think about it or it's just not even at the top of my mind? I'm actually pretty cool with snakes. Yeah. Rattlesnakes? Yeah, and at least you could hear a rattlesnake. Yeah. 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 Spiders don't give you that uh, that option. There's no rattles on a spider. No. They got snakes, those, uh, they got the bull vipers, I think they're called. Them. What's that? Oh, the pit viper, that pit is the viper. type of rattlesnake. Their snakes will climb trees down in Drumheller. Good God. They're looking after the bird eggs and then... Oh, oh my God, that scared me. <laughs> I'm like, is there one in the studio? Is that the legit rattle? Yeah, this is the rattle. 
Look at this. Oh, man. It's sticking its tongue out, too. Like, it's taunting me. Well, that's because that it's warning you. It's saying, get away from me or I'm going to kill you. Yep. That's or is this supposed to be, like, inviting? No. no. That's, that's how nature says stay away. I feel like it's trying to lure a baby. Babies love rattles. <laughs> that's science, baby. Yeah, possible. Do snakes uh, actually hiss? Yeah, I think they do. Like, do they make a sound like outside a cat? of the rattle? Like a, like a th- I think it's more of a... Th- it's just cats tongue. Going, it's yeah. just their tongue flipping around you here? Yeah. I think the viper... I think the viper hisses. I don't like it. Well, that's just nature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just some crickets. <laughs> Terrifying. I do not like that. <laughs> it's the sound of the evening. <laughs> no, this guy's getting his viper to hiss. Are you going to hiss? I don't hear... No. No. Cats have a cooler hiss. Way cooler. Did your uh, snake pits make noise? Uh, They just kind of sounded like a lot of stuff moving. Like a... Just like like body on body. A a little wetness, too, because it is marshy. Yeah, sort of that meat on meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Let's do... uh, Who do I got? Uh, Sam at the top. How you doing, Sam? Good, how are you? Hi. Good, good. Uh, what was your encounter with the snake? Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, well, I've had lots of encounters with snakes because I'm from the South. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell you the story about the cotton mouth that I stepped on when I was young. The, it's called a cotton, um, co- cotton mouth? Snake. I got it yeah, here. Okay. Mouth. And they're poisonous, and um, they swim. they swim, and then they go on land. No. Oh no! Anyway, anyway, you have to keep your lawn good in the south. So okay. our lawnmower was broken this one summer. Yeah, and um, it the lawn had mid mowed, and I went outside and I was walking around barefooted, of course. <gasps> and I felt something roll, and it was big and round underneath my foot. No, and so I looked down and I saw that it was a cotton mouth, and it was sunning in the sun, and. So I, I I took off running and I looked behind me and it was chasing me. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> <laughs> and I would never get in the house. I was like about to pee my pants and everything. <laughs> Two steps across the yard to get to the house. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Will, will it kill you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't get to the hospital in time and stuff, yeah, we got and. The copperheads. I could tell you all kinds of stories. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just pulled it up here. They're venomous and very aggressive. Oh, my gosh. Yes, very aggressive. And we actually, there was a guy that was swimming in our rock quarry. Yeah. And he jumped into the middle of a nest of cotton mouth. <gasps> oh, no. Did he die? Is he with and, us? Yeah, he died instantly almost. I'm well, are you serious? If you're, jumping, if you're jumping into a nest of cotton mouth snakes, based on what yeah. I'm reading, yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. So, oh. yeah, we got lots of venom, or lots of... Uh, and have been in, in, in our hospitals and stuff, but uh, you have to know what kind of snake that's biting you, right? Well, for oh, sure, gosh. yeah. You, like, try to catch a photo as it's, like, chasing you. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Thank, thank God you're north now in the cold tundra where nothing survives. Yeah, we just have fun little garter snakes. <laughs> <laughs> what a we time. have lots of snakes, though. I, 
Yeah. I used to shoot them all, though. Oh, I saw geez. them all. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a snake. I used to have nightmares of snakes. I, well, yeah. yeah. If they're chasing you, like, legitimately, yeah, you're going to have nightmares. I bet. Wow. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Oh, <laughs> uh, no problem. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Imagine like stepping on one, like and you're like, oh my god! I would oh. throw up the second my foot touched the snake. You would throw up on the <laughs> snake. The feeling of it, oh, cold, clammy snake. <laughs> Based on the end of Sam's call, I feel like that cottonmouth might have been acting in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> She's loading her gun in front of it. Uh, I looked up cottonmouth bites. Yeah, definitely can kill humans. Highly venomous, they say, mm. and they can get up to four feet long. That's pretty long. When she said she stepped on the coil. <laughs> this text here says, "Where in southern Alberta is she from?" No, it's like Flo- it's like Florida. <laughs> Much more so. Like, they talk like that down in southern Alberta. <laughs> Much more so. Uh, I haven't been to Calgary in years. <laughs> no, no, no. She's from like Florida, like southern U.S. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all these crazy snakes are. That is yeah. Wow. So we're, we're lucky with what we got. Thank God for the cold. Yeah, minimal oh. spiders, like small spiders, small snakes, small scorpions, the small scorpions. Uh, well, I don't know those rattlesnakes. I don't know. Although, yeah, I, don't know. I, haven't, I, don't I, haven't know. Seen, I haven't seen a drum heller rattlesnake. <laughs> um, Kim, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, you actually stumbled upon an old snake pit, right? Well, it was, yeah, I don't know if it would be considered a snake pit, sure. but um, when I lived in South Dakota, I worked for a lady that trained horses, Okay. and I was sitting on a hay wagon one day, and she was working a horse in the field, and she rode up to me and was standing there, and this pile of dirt started it was watching it looked like it was breathing wow. like it would go up and then down yeah. and up and then down oh. and i'm like what is that and i didn't want to go near it yeah so she got off the horse and took a big stick and flipped it open and this whole mass <gasps> of snakes were in there garter snakes yeah and it's like oh my god oh the grossest thing yeah, yeah she just busted open like a big mating bubble of snakes yeah. oh that, that oh, would, it was just disgusting. Yeah, that would be a little mini snake pit. Yeah, I guess it would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you saw it. totally it. would be. And Did you it? you didn't like it at all. No, I am not a friend of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Snakes Kim, Kim got out of there. They're not my friends. Yeah. yeah, get back on that horse and get on going. I would have gotten the hell out of there too, Kim. I hear you. Yeah. I stayed on the wagon up out of reach. <laughs> Good stuff. That's, That's hilarious. Yeah, thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> all right, you guys have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. I can just envision what she was saying where like she's sitting on that like that hay ride and you can see the ground breathing the dirt going up and down up and down and then as soon as one one little tail breaks through and the lady comes in with a stick flips the big chunk of dirt off it's all snakes (laughs) imagine putting your hand in there nope Don't stick your hand in random piles of breathing dirt. That's <laughs> a bad Yeah, the bad dirt idea. shouldn't breathe. How big is the Alberta garter getting? I don't know. I thought they were only like felt like this. You're like a foot and a half? Yeah. Well, sometimes you see pretty big ones flattened on the road. Well, yeah. I think they weren't. I think that's the... Well, I don't think it works that way. I think that's the car tires <laughs> I don't think they're really them expanding them that much. <laughs> <laughs> Wider than I thought. <laughs> uh, Harge, how you doing? Good, good. How about you guys? Hey, good, good. good. Um, what was your snake encounter like? Well, I had a... Yeah, it was very personal. Um, so I married a beautiful <laughs> lady from, from, from B.C. Okay. Uh, from Vernon, B.C. So yeah. I was always just... Fun of her. She's like, yeah, I grew up with rattlesnakes. You know, my whole life we've seen them on the road. Blah blah blah. 
I just always doubted her and her entire family. So I kind of would make go there and make fun of them in the summertime. I'm like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. We're going to see a rattlesnake today, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but then next thing you know, we take our son down to the beach at Cal Lake. And right when we get to the bottom of the beach, this big guy is like, hey, watch your step. There's a rattlesnake in the corner. And I heard this huge rattle. I look over and this thing is huge. No. It's sitting in the shade right at the path where people walk. Like, there, there should have been warning signs everywhere saying this. <laughs> Little did I know that there were actually warning signs everywhere. Oh, there were? I ignored them every time. <laughs> was I it pretty big? one of the signs when I'd walk by. Like, oh, yeah, sure. There's no rattlesnakes around here. Come on, guys. Yeah. Was and, it shockingly yeah, big? Thing, you know, I almost got eaten by a rattlesnake. Yeah. Was it shockingly it was big? Crazy. It was shockingly huge. Like, I'm... Like, the... Like the thickness of like a, a small coffee cup from like. Oh my God. Okay, I'm looking at my Contigo right now. Like, is it is it as thick as that? Well, it would, depends what kind of Contigo you got. There's a bunch of those. Um, it's probably like on the mid range. It's like a mid range Contigo. Like your the size of your wrist. Pieces. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And I and I've seen uh, the garter. I they call them garter snakes. You know, yeah. Like here and I've yeah. seen those, and that freaks me out. No matter like regardless, that's still scary to see it. A snake slither by but this thing was like on another level it was like a garter snake on steroids okay i think that would terrify did, me did he <laughs> did the snake warn you with the rattle oh the rattle was extremely loud i oh. thought it was fake oh no okay, i don't like that yeah, that I, terrifies I, I, me i would be running in a different direction you got the hell oh, out of there right just, we ended up setting up camp like 10 feet away from the thing i just kept my on it the whole time 10 um, feet I, yeah i, I would have go gone into another further. province <laughs> another province Bye. there were just so many people down there that we just figured the snake was cool with everyone at that, that point after you know a couple of beers i was like yeah you know what we're buddies now right. we're pretty cool now. <laughs> a couple of beers right. and fist bump yeah. in the snake <laughs> it's rattling out you it's a warning all right okay, thanks for sharing that thanks harsh <laughs> no worries guys enjoy the rest of your weekend all right you too bud take care bye bye Oh, I love this post on the app too. Um, did he say Cow Lake? Seriously, we camp there. New fear unlocked. Yeah, watch out for uh, rattlesnakes. In Vernon, there's a place called Rattlesnake Point. Oh, so I think they have rattlers for sure. Wow. Huh. Hmm. And their rattlers are getting they're beefy. I'd say yeah. Can he they, wasn't like wrong. Contigo said, like when Contigo he was comparing it to a Contigo. Yeah. Cool. Is anybody in Kelowna this morning? Ugh. There's a story in the news about a rattlesnake going across someone's lawn. Oh God. Just this morning? Yeah, like I, wow. I just, yeah, or like, no, it was yesterday, so it's in the news today. Mm. <sighs> That's right by Vernon. It's right by Vernon. Could have come from Rattlesnake Point. Oh my God, it's going to affect tourism in Kelowna. Rattlesnake bites are a medical emergency and can be fatal if left untreated. Seek help within a half an hour. If left untreated, it can lead to organ failure and death in two to three days. I feel like these hands are pretty quick. I'd be able to fight off a rattler. I don't think you could. I think the, they're so fast. I would, uh, we would look eye to eye and I'd be like, all right, here we go. And, and it's then, shaking its yeah, rattle. Yeah, we do like the old western draw. And oh. then it would like lunge at me and I'd be like... No, I don't think that? so. That's pretty quick. I feel like based on the uh, Croc Hunter I've watched, mm -hmm. R.I.P., mm. a tragedy. Um, I feel like I could hold a snake. You like from the tail? Well, you know, they move, they they grab it so that... You're supposed to like grab it by its neck. Yeah. By its neck. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that, yes, yes, uh, yes. You don't leave that head well, open. Well, I think you get enough weight so they can't lift themselves up on themselves. Oh, I think they can lift themselves. They're, they climb trees. Yeah, their whole bodies are muscle. They can touch. <laughs> it's like one big slab of muscle. They can lift themselves up. Yeah, bite you in the face. Swing and get ya. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you can fight off a tail. You can't fight the head. Those with snake the teeth. handlers with their little like hook sticks are always just like holding like the middle. Don't they clip the head? Yeah, they grab the head and hold the middle with the stick. Yeah. They're this, holding the head. Guys, oh, they look so similar to the ants. <laughs>
<laughs> one has teeth and one doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, this picture in the app is a pretty lady who found a bull snake outside of Medicine Hat. Look at her. She's like crouched down. Oh, wow. God. That's a big snake. Getting ready for it. Why is she putting her face to its face? By the way, bull snakes in Alberta are non-venomous mm-hmm. and they kill its prey by strangling it. But if they do bite you, it's incredibly painful. Oh. And when they're threatened, a bull snake can mimic a rattlesnake by puffing up its body and rapidly shaking its tail and hissing at you. Oh. Wow. The bull snake? The bull snake. We have them here in Alberta. But it's just a constrictor. They're not going to kill you. Bull. B-U-L-L. Bull snake. It won't kill you, but if it bites you, it'll hurt like hell. Oh. Listen to the bull snake, guys. Uh, it does a pretty good rattle impression. That kind of... I Growing up, I heard those sounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. No, I don't like that. Oh, that's the hiss? Yeah. It's mad. And it's pulling back. It's like... It's ready it's, to strike. It's getting ready to strike. Yeah. And then it strikes with such force and, and speed. Not with these hands. No, no, crash. You're going to catch a fang right in the middle of your palm. Probably. Crash, you can't even snap. <laughs> if I catch it with the left... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't hear that either. There's a snake Man. on board. Oh, geez, guys, watch out today. Oh, it's snake season. Snake season. <laughs> guys, if you got snakes, let them out. No, actually, don't. Don't release, don't, don't release them, no. <laughs> so a couple of things to worry about today as you go throughout your day. Uh, number one, radon. Number two, snakes. Oh, my God, guys, radon. <laughs> Worry about the radon. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, you were also worried about something, Ginge. You're, you're, you look very stressed out. Scorpions? Well, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know we had scorpions down in Drumheller. Yeah. So watch out for that. All Everything's right. coming from the earth. The snakes, they're rising from the ground. Yeah. Radon. Yeah. yeah. Spiders. Oh, yeah. Spiders. You got to watch out for we those. pave everything. <laughs> <laughs> They'll break through the concrete, bud. They will. They will indeed. First All little right, crack. Guys. They're out. <laughs> or just be like me. Don't worry about it. Like this text here. Oh, yeah, Mars is so chill. Famously <laughs> common, cool Mars. Her face just exploded with like anxiety, stress, eczema for the last two weeks. That's but business. Chill. <laughs> Coolest cucumber on staff. My, my meds are working. Oh. Uh, this text here, 56789 says, yep, never leaving Leduc. <laughs> Good call. Oh, there's, there's snakes in Leduc. There's snakes in Leduc. Have you heard the tale of the old Leduc <laughs> rattler? <laughs> You guys are fine in the Duke. Oh, yes. And also people, ticks. Yeah. Apparently they're on the rise as well due to our warmer temps. Yeah. So there you go. And how about them skeeters, eh? And them skeeters. They're yeah, coming. Did you know mosquitoes are the most dangerous animal on the planet? They are. They've killed the most people. It's like using an old dirty needle. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.